0: Pinnacle. 2004 to 2008 proved Will Smith could make blockbusters out of any genre, budget, or story, as long as his name was above the title. On the third edition of Getting Willie With It, we dig into the first animated film, second Oscar nomination, first romantic comedy, and first superhero film of Big Willie's career. Is this the defining era of one of the most successful careers in box office history? Let's find out on this, the 137th episode of What's in the Box Office. Cue theme music. Hello everyone welcome to What's in the Box Office. I'm your host, Brian. And I'm your host, Noah. And this part of the podcast, this
1: tiny little part of the podcast <laughs> is called my
0: response quip. Okay. <laughs> Very good. He did say that a lot in The Pursuit of Happiness. Yes, 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 yes. Um, here we are, uh, third edition of uh, Getting willy With It, and you know we can't have our first, second, third, or any other edition without our co-host, Amado. Oates. Hello, Amad. Hey, how's it going? Oh, very well good um this is exciting to me because I this is when i this is around the time this is like a little into when i really started following the box office and so i know a little bit about the context of these movies and these hits and what they mean so this is a good time period for uh will smith um I asked last week, I'll ask again, how did we feel about this crop of movies? Noah. I, much better than last week.
1: Okay. Uh, some, uh, you know, some lows. I think one, yeah. like, low in particular. Sure. Uh, you know, so in your intro, when you were saying, is this like the defining area, you're saying this this might be in your mind, like the sort of the defining Will Smith
0: It might be. I mean, you know, the the first era shot him into superstardom, but this era really proved that he was a star. You know, we're thinking of Independence Day. People weren't going for him. People came back for him. Right. And he became a star because of it. Men in Black, he was the second build and co-starring equally with Tommy Lee Jones, who was an Oscar winner, who was very big in the mid 90s. Um and then uh, you know, Enemy of the State was smaller. while E was a flop, and then we got the the next uh, series, which really ended with iRobot. But other than that, I mean, Bagger Vance yeah. flop, Ali not successful. Um, whatever else we talked about that episode. Oh, the, the the two sequels, right? But again, yeah, Men in Black, Tommy Lee Jones, Bad Boys, Martin Lawrence. These movies, with the exception of our you know, um, uh, Shark Tale. But these movies were him on the poster, big letters, Will Smith, people came because of him. And they were yeah. all so successful.
1: I think I think the only the only potential hang up is that I'm not sure there is like an like A plus tier of Will Smith's stardom mm-hmm. going. Like I, I just I feel like there's something missing. And really like it's just Bad Boys 2. If he had done Bad Boys Two in this group of movies instead of the last one. Then I think this would be everything, but uh, as it as it, it certainly I mean like kind of his uh, his personal commercial pinnacle.
0: This is when he was at a, the peak of his powers. Commercial yeah. got a yeah. wide variety of good. I'm shit. curious
3: uh, what what yeah. movie would you have replaced with Bad Boys Two in this in this five? He no
0: no are you, no are no one replace no one replace Shark Tale.
3: Okay. No, order. <laughs> I, Ahmad, I figured I heard it was not, either that or yeah. Hancock. I just wasn't sure which which one he
0: felt <laughs> he felt that way. About. Uh, how did yeah. you feel about these five, Ahmad? Um,
3: sit with you. I like these five. Uh, probably, I probably like these better than the last one. Um, yeah, it's the variety is great, in that Will yep. Smith is doing so many different things in all of these movies. And for the most part is like doing them well. So yeah, I agree. I can see how this is like, all right, this is when everybody was like, Will Smith is one of the best actors we have. Let's go watch his movies eight times. Uh, so yeah, yeah I'm, I, I like this.
0: That's right. Um. So what we're doing here, we're going to run through five of these movies, Shark Tale, uh, Hitch, The Pursuit of Happiness, I Am Legend, and Hancock. We're going to talk about him. We're going to assign uh, fun awards based on quotes from him. We're going to uh, rank each performance in each film based on all the other films and performances that we've ranked um, and really get into it. So our first film is Shark Tale, released October 1st, 2004, directed by Vicky Jensen, uh, Bebo Bergeron, and Rob Litterman, starring Deep Breath, Will Smith, Robert De Niro, Renee Zellweger, Jack Black, Angelina Jolie, Martin Scorsese, Ziggy Marley, Dougie Doug, Michael Imperioli, Peter Falk, and Katie Couric as herself, kind of. Uh, 36% on Rotten Tomatoes, 48% on Metacritic. It opened at number one at the box office with $47 million and grossed 161 domestically and $374 worldwide. It was the first foreign animation for Will Smith, and at the height of the all-star animation domination of the 2000s, uh, this hit pretty big. I mean, you know, wasn't as big as let's say the year after this Madagascar came out for DreamWorks, that was bigger, but this is a big, uh, gross, um, this kind of movie. And that, that was basically every other animation studios plan other than Pixar was to put a poster up with literate with names that people recognize. Cause the fun of those, Animation movies seemingly were to go see these huge stars uh, voice characters. Um, Though largely forgotten, uh, Shark Tale held the number one spot at the box office for three consecutive weeks. Uh, I saw Shark Tale in theaters. Did anybody else? We were 13 at the time. Definitely not. No, no, I did not. (laughs) Wow, uh, definitely not. What you (laughs) having against Shark Tale? Are you too too good for animated films?
3: (laughs) I just know that I would not have gone to
1: see this in the theaters. (laughs) Okay. I saw There's certainly a world in which I would have gone to see this in the theaters, but yeah. I, I did not.
0: <laughs> I saw this in theaters probably opening weekend, uh, I would guess. Um, all right. Well, then let's talk about it. I know how Noah feels, so I'm going to start with a mod. What did you think of Shark Tale? Um, Shark Tale was
3: okay. Um, mm-hmm. I think at this point we had seen so many good animated movies that the bar was, was very high. Um, yeah. And, you know, the excitement was also high because Will Smith had never, you know, been in an animated movie. So I was like, OK, let's see what he's got. And I thought I thought he was I, it's, it's hard for me to judge a performance of voice actors because it's like it's just his voice. And I, I, I feel like I heard all the right things uh, from his voice in this movie. But as far as the movie goes, it was just OK. You know, I, I liked the plot. I liked the, the humor and the wit that the writers kind of you know, injected the movie with, but you know, when I pull out my list of animated movies that I'm, I'm going to go watch when I'm in the mood for one Shark Tale is not going to be in the top 10.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You, you, you mentioned that, that we, we already had a huge pedigree for, you know, good animated movies. Uh, Finding Nemo, which was made concurrently with this, they are made at the same time, came out like 18 months before. The Incredibles was going to come out a month after this. Like literally 30 days after this, The Incredibles would come out. Um, DreamWorks Animation, they had done... Three years earlier, they had done Shrek. And then... God, I don't even remember what they did after that. but uh, Before this. But I feel like this really set them off into... Um, uh making these this might have just been like the catalyst for them making these kind of movies i'm gonna look up their filmography real quick uh and that's that's
3: interesting i didn't realize that finding nemo was 18 months before that and the fact that this is also like a shark fish movie really really yeah. set them up to themselves up to be compared against finding nemo which i know a
0: good idea it's 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 real tough yeah so a- after shrek they did spirit stallion of the cimarron which cost way too much and just seemed boring uh simbad legend of the seven seas which f- bombed horribly in the summer of 2003 then they had shrek 2 which it was in may of 2004 which is an enormous enormous success the trailer for shark tale which would come out a few months later most likely was attached to shrek 2 so that it probably helps explain why this opened so huge um and yeah so then this really started looking at it the we're gonna fill a movie with an all-star cast madagascar over the hedge like kung fu panda those were all monsters versus aliens these are all after this so this is really the catalyst for these kind of dreamworks animated films um and i really i feel like i liked it fine when it came out when i was 13 i was like this is okay this is good this is fine I think I found some of it funny. I, I expected when I put this on to really get that rush of nostalgia of just like, oh I remember this exactly. And it never really came. I rec I remembered sequences, but nothing really was like, oh wow, this is crazy. I remembered this absolutely. So I it didn't make that much of an impression. I also find it really boring. <laughs> I find the story yeah. really boring. <laughs> I find the characters really boring. Angelina Jolie had so much more to do in my head than she does in this. I forgot completely. I bet she did. Completely, Renee Zellweger was in it until they showed her name. I was like, Renee Zellweger? No, no, Angelina Jolie is in this movie. <laughs> um, I forgot how big of a role Scorsese had. He's in a lot of scenes, and uh, and yeah, it's just fine. I I didn't remember at all that Jack Black had like an Italian accent in a weird way. I thought he was just doing a high voice. But um no the movie's fine it's so fish pun upon fish pun that like I yeah. get it you're clever but you got to stop at some point with all of these fish puns They never stop like They literally were like sure. we have to take every moment of life and be like how is this ocean how is this water how is this fish related Boy oh boy I just found it very boring and uninspired and uh you know obviously the animation 16, 17 years later, lacks a little bit. So I didn't even have like that to look at. And just, I mean, especially with just having rewatched at least the opening scene of Finding Nemo, I I know this is a lot less expensive than Pixar, but just miles ahead. For I animation. mean, I
1: I gotta say, I the animation is terrible. Mm-hmm. It's real, it's Truly. really hideous. I think in a way that, like I at I kind of rationalized it while watching. Like, well, you got to get through the parts where it's ugly so that it can look like it does today. Uh, And, but it's just, you know, finding Nemo looks way better than this, which
0: is, it really is.
1: If you're going to fucking do it, then
0: like it can be done. Uh, It's also one of those things. And then I'll, I'll, I'm going to throw it to, you, you know, but for speaking of the animation, it's something we talk about in regard to, this is a cheaper movie, right? Uh And we talk about the idea that like Pixar spends the money and that's why those movies look so fucking good. Even in 2003 and 2004, these movies are cheaper, but they're in the same style, which is like kind of hyper-realistic that Pixar is. Whereas Illumination, which is a more recent animated studio, they produce their movies for dirt cheap, but... So they're they're obviously their graphics are less good than Pixar. However, they're more stylized. They're not meant to be as hyper realistic as Pixar movies. So there's some kind of leeway there to be like that doesn't look as good because it costs less. This costs less, but they're going for the same thing, and it just completely falls flat. Noah, what did you think of Shark Tale?
1: I th- I mean I thought it sucked. Uh, you got you guys have pretty much uh, pretty much covered it. I don't think it's funny at all. <laughs> I think I I legitimately think the writers kind of went. Into their aunt and uncle's bathroom one day and found in one of those little baskets of books that are sometimes in a bathroom a book called A Thousand and One Fish Puns. <laughs> and then that was just the first draft of the script. <laughs> I think they had someone punch it punch that up a little bit and that was it. And that, that was just in the like the first five minutes of the movie just exhausted me. I was out. I
0: think the only one it, I did enjoy was Katie Current. I oh, thought that was cute. Um but like I, I, I had so many questions there. There were so many like, you know, there's like, there's TVs. (laughs) You're underwater. You don't have electrical current. Yeah. (laughs) You have Katie current. We don't have electrical current. (laughs) And the the
1: whole, the whole world was just kind of like, it's like haphazardly thrown together. It was, this isn't really the movie's fault, but it's very strange that Martin Scorsese plays such a prominent role.
0: I think he's very why, good. What does he do? He is he's very he charming. Is this, yeah.
1: I, I came away from this movie thinking that Martin Scorsese in another world could have been like Sidney
0: Pollack or like he's Rob very, Reiner. He's very, he's very funny. He has a scene in a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. He's very good in that, too. Yeah. Um, I checked his IMDb and he's just like he,
1: he, he acts occasionally in like uh-huh. small things I've never heard of. Huh. But like, why doesn't he act more? I
0: don't know, he's, good. Very, he's probably the best. Uh, voice acting performance in this movie, Renee yeah. Zellweger, I also found uh, energetically entertaining. She, yeah. she like everyone else, is very low energy. Even Will Smith is very low energy I, in this. For somehow was she I'm Angie? Like Smith, yeah, I, she was yeah. Angie. Yeah, yeah. She was the one who was in love with him. You know, Jack Black and Will Smith in an animated film should be bouncing off each other. They should be rat a tat tat. This is yeah. This should be a, a, a pro match of tennis, and yet. There's no back and forth that creates any kind of charisma together. And it's yeah, very...
1: Strange. I don't... Uh,
0: it's I a Godfather I, I, parody? That's
1: weird? Like, why I are just you... just didn't really buy, like, the, the relationship between those two at all. They're just suddenly, like, best friends. And, and the ending! It just wraps up immediately yeah. and so neatly. Wow. Yeah, No, I, I, I thought the whole thing was pretty weak. Oh, and boy. I... I just to to touch on Will Smith, because uh, sure. that's kind of what we're doing here. I really don't think the animated format does him any favors. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know exactly why, but I really didn't think his particular sort of like charm
0: and charisma came through. Are you and, sure they uh, they even gave him fins for his little ears so it <laughs> yeah. could look a little bit like Will Smith? Uh, um, yeah, Ahmad, you've seen Spies in Disguise. That's his second animated film came out last December are we, uh, are we is that should we expect something better than Shark Tale in that at least
3: I think so I mean a, a okay. alone the animation is is way better and I think that sure. um Will and uh Tom Holland I I like both of their performances in it so a, at the very okay. least you you may not think it's a great movie but you'll think it's better than Shark Tale
0: it's it's not as boring as Shark Correct. Tale is yeah, this is. I'm. I'm. I'm one for nostalgia. No one knows this. I can watch something that I watched as a kid, and even if it's bad, be like, "That was enjoyable." This is one of the rare times where I went, "Oh, I never." Even though I'm like, "This is taking me back," I never want to touch this again. This is. this yeah. Can go away. Um. All right. Uh, star rating. Uh, out of four. Uh, no, you're gonna hit it the hardest. I think so. Why don't you go first? Probably. I'm gonna give it one star. Okay. I'm I? I
3: gave it two stars.
0: I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give it one and a half. I think right now. That's how I feel All about right. it. That's pretty Maybe much my, the minimum uh, of
1: acceptable reactions. I
0: think, I think my letterbox has a different rating, but oh
1: well. Oh, that's out of that's out of five. So yeah, but I got a four on
0: letterbox. No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> I give <it> four. <laughs> All right, moving on to much brighter territory. Our next film is Hitch, released February 11th, 2005, directed by Andy Tennant. Starring Will Smith, Ava Mendez, Kevin James, Amber Valletta, uh, Julianne Emery, and Adam Arkin. 69% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a very romantic score. 58 on Metacritic. Opened at number one with $43 million. 179 domestically and 371 uh gross worldwide. Ooh, I have a lot to read. I have a lot to read on this episode, guys. Just let you know. Um, I really got into when When I was able to find articles about the nitty gritties about the making of these, I was like, ooh. <laughs> This is interesting. It doesn't have nothing to do with Will Smith, but it's interesting to me. Um, Will Smith's first and oddly uh, enough, his only romantic comedy. The film cost seventy million dollars, and what I would say is the very end of these movies, justifying the cost that much. And I'd also say much of that is his salary. Uh, The film ran into controversy when Smith told a British newspaper that the studio insisted on a Latina or white actress as his love interest. They were worried about the playability of two black leads in a big romantic comedy translating to dumb white American audiences. A Today article uh, quotes Smith, uh, there's sort of an accepted myth that if you have two black actors, a male and a female in the lead of romantic comedy, that people around the world don't want to see it. Smith told the British paper, the Birmingham post uh, while promoting the flick overseas quote, we spend, we spent, no, we spend 50 something million making this movie. And the studio would think that was enough. That well, was tough on their investment. So the idea of a black actor and a white actress comes up, that'll work around the world, but it's a problem in the U S regardless the film was a huge hit, and I'm still baffled why Smith hasn't gone back to this well before. I had known that Eva Mendes casting thing for a while. Um, that there's just something about, about it where they just... I, And it's one of those things where I don't think that we got Will Smith with a, a white actress until maybe Focus, right? As like a romantic lead? Is that... Sound right. Rosario yeah. Dawson's in Seven Pounds. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have anybody in. Uh, uh, I am Legend. I guess Hancock, but she's you know married to somebody else. <laughs> um, but uh, right. but yeah, not, I not I, really a romance. I, I remember that controversy. Was it, is that was it the first time either of you were hearing about that? Because I remember that from back. I
3: remember that as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think I've heard that, and if I haven't heard it, it's just so like not shocking at all to me that it doesn't register as like wow. It's just like yeah, of course the, the, studio, the studio's afraid of casting too many black people. That's
0: yeah, that that tracks. Uh, personal history with Hitch uh, also saw this in theaters. Was also 13. We were the same age. Uh, anybody else Hitch in theaters? Not me. Not that I was, I
1: at, at, at this, if Will Smith
0: age, listens, uh, if Will Smith listens to these podcast episodes, just know I was there for you, buddy. I paid you at, the money. I saw at this age I
1: was uh, I was far too, like afraid of the cooties of romantic comedies. <laughs> you know, I was a young oh, boy. Oh sure, sure. I. What are you gonna do? <laughs>
0: um. Okay. Well, that's exciting. When did I? Uh, had you both seen this before watching it for this podcast? Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. Have I ever shown it to you?
1: Yeah, you showed this to me years ago.
0: Okay, great. Um, What do we think? Uh, uh, Noah, what do you think? Yeah, I I went
1: into this movie, it had been long enough since I'd seen it that I didn't really remember. Uh, I was was nervous how the sexual politics of it were going to play out. This This seemed like it was long enough ago that this movie could have been
0: a little bit more about like tricking women, especially when it, you. especially when it opens and he goes, women, <laughs> you know, say get away from me. And it's like, do they mean that? But then yeah. he like, but then immediately he, he, he goes, sometimes it does. Yes, sometimes it exactly. means seriously back off. But sometimes I'm like, oh, OK, thank God. He at least was like, listen, if they reject you, just keep going, my man. I'll tell you how. But uh, yeah, the,
1: the whole they, movie yeah. kind of kind of walked that line, but I think stayed on the right side of it pretty much the I agree. whole time. I agree. Uh, And I, I was very relieved, but I, I was just kind of in that opening montage was just a little like tight in my chest of like, oh, God, where's this going? <laughs> I but no, I thought it uh, that all worked out. And so I thought the movie was uh, was a lot of fun. You really you really can't go wrong when you start like just the premise of your movie with Will Smith is the coolest motherfucker in the world. Yeah. And he is going to use that force for good.
0: <laughs> and uh, that's just
1: that's basically what the movie's about. It's great. What'd you think? Uh yeah, I also
3: like Hitch. Um so at this point, um, I had probably been long into my my love of the TV show King of Queens um uh-huh. mm. as, sure. as a, someone who didn't have cable growing up my tv stayed on uh wciu channel 26 for the chicago folks like the you. <laughs> <Of course>. <laughs> <laughs> um and so king of queens featuring kevin james and uh, i can't think leo Leah Remini. yes um
0: and pat
1: uh, yeah. and that other yes. guy
0: jerry stiller
3: love that show oh sure um really liked kevin james um so I was excited to see Kevin James in a, a co-starring role in this movie. And I thought that he was he was pretty decent. Um, Will Smith was was good in this. His charm, um, his natural charm that he's shown in previous movies, they just let him, they just let it ooze through the screen. They were like, just turn it up to 100, do what you got to do. And I think it, it was very successful. I liked the premise of it. Um, I thought Eva Mendes's role almost as like a, a counter- to Will where he was like trying to work his game on her, sure. but it wasn't all the way working. He had to kind of like tighten it up um to get through to her. I love the the plot development that was like predictable where it's like this is all going to go bad at some point and then it'll come around at the end, you know, the romantic
0: comedy. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um,
3: but I thought it was I thought it was done well. Yeah, I, I like Hitch. I think it's a good movie.
0: Uh I think Hitch is a damn delight. I but before I get into it, I do want to you said I'm not a big Kevin James fan, but I, I did used to watch King of Queens occasionally, but um, I don't think I've ever seen I don't think I've seen eighty percent of his theatrical movies, but you, you uh you mentioned that you liked his co starring role in this I think that's key co starring I liked this amount of Kevin James, thought this was a good role for him. I thought he did very well with the physical stuff in this movie, mm-hmm. um him skipping the inhaler that's it was a great skip. I don't know how many takes that took, but it really got a good bounce on it. Um, his dancing—I mean, whatever—that's all fine. But I, there are a lot of little bits, um, that work really well. I mean, it's—it it is a very romantic comedy plot. It reminded me of How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, where they're both writing competing articles about each other. Mm, yeah, it kind of turns into that when she realizes he's the date doctor. Except she doesn't like t- kind of pull him along. But I just got that, especially when she was a reporter and was like looking for the story. I got that feeling, but um. But I mean, he's just so good. I it, it is crazy he hasn't done another broad romantic comedy. It is He's so good at it. He's great to look at. He's great romantically. He's great with the dramatics. He's great with the comedy. He's, he's built for this. And he did this one thing, and it works so, so well. Eva Mendes is very good in it. It's very charming. Her reaction to the uh, Ellis Island thing kills me. Mm. Her just screaming at the book is very funny to me. And yeah. then him just cutting and him just going. It said the butcher of Gades. I just thought it was his occupation. <laughs> I remember that in the theater still, and that getting a huge laugh from the crowd. Um, it's a great like cut and then delivery of that it's a dark joke too. It is. <laughs> and then he mentions it. Yeah, he later. throws it in her face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he throws it in her face. Yeah, when she's when they're having the food fight. Um. uh the premise is great. I had a thing thinking about it today, where like you know he's going through this. Um, do's and don'ts and we believe him because he looks like will smith so like this advice we're like yeah that makes sense that is good advice but it was written by like a 40 something just hollywood schlub who writes screenplays (laughs) like his be like this is what you do you come 90 percent in and she comes to find something like and you're like, huh, yeah, I get that makes sense. Because then you, she knows, yeah. and then you, oh, meet, no, I never knew that. Yeah, and then you want her to, and then you want her to meet you. And then you're like, wait a minute, this is just some guy who wrote this at his desk because he was getting paid $400,000 to do it. Like it's yeah. that it means nothing what he's saying. Um, the movie is long, but uh, it never drags for me. I find the music great. I love the opening montage. I texted you guys about this, but ooh, we played several times throughout this is, is just synced with this movie for me. The ending dance montage ooh. is a blast, even if it's very like, I don't know, gauche. It's a little extra. It doesn't need to be there, but it, they all look like they're having a blast. And um, now that we've got love is a great song to play during that. And uh, it's a ton of fun. The Kevin James stuff, you, you buy that she starts to like him. Um, I laughed I've seen this a thousand times and I laughed out loud once during this which is impressive because I don't usually laugh out loud during movies I've seen when I rewatch them but when uh, when Will Smith says something where he goes um, where he, he he mentions Kevin James is built but he means it in a different way and Kevin James looks at him and it's a close of his face Kevin James just goes I know I'm heavy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just very funny to me. <laughs> he goes, "I forgot what the line is." But he says something like, "You know, it's a little out. It's a little big." And he goes, "I know I'm heavy. It's just very funny. Um, it's great." Will Smith's hysterical in it. The the allergic reaction scene is 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 a lot of fun. Uh, I want to ask Noah. Yeah, I know you have a problem with this in romantic or just comedies, but just romantic movies in general. The misunderstanding irks uh-huh. in these movies and um, what yeah. i mean by that is the ending where the guy opens the door and it happens in this very briefly with eva mendez but the guy the woman goes to the guy's door she opens it and a lady comes out in a towel and before the guy can explain that no, no no no, this is she's from upstairs her shower her shower broke or whatever uh the woman runs away and then they're fighting for 20 minutes and he's like no let me just explain did that happen in this i don't recall and if yeah, it well, did, how towel, did it go uh, yeah the whole like basis of why
1: Eva Mendez and her friend hate him is because they think that he date doctored her friend's dates when in fact he turned him down because he was a pig. And that as, as ever, I found, I found that to be just a little, a little tedious. Yeah. Like, do we have, do we have to go through this whole thing? I also think it kind of like highlighted how weird his job is (laughs) that like Everyone who meets him kind of misunderstands what it is he does. And maybe if you run into 10 people in a row who are like, oh, so you help people fuck? <laughs> like maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe it's
3: not their fault. No, that that was, they're he helps people get jump. in long term relationships.
0: But that would, oh, but the issue with that is that was the ending of the montage at the beginning is the nerd in bed with the woman. Yeah. So. In our minds, you're building it where that does look like that's the end goal, even though he keeps saying over and over again, like you really it's about making connections. I also find it odd. Uh, uh, by the way, speaking of tedious, the ending where he thinks that the brother uh, and, he he and, and he jumps on the car. It's like, what is this? We don't need any of this. This is yeah. dangerous for some reason. This is it that that honestly could have been cut immediately. She, she literally could have just been on her way to the office and he just would have, could have explained it to her. It would have been fine. We all would have been okay with it. Um, but uh, uh, the, the beginning bits where it's built on a lie, right? Kevin James is really isn't he? He gets tickets to an art installation and then invites her because she has a friend who it's not based on like, oh, I know everything about art, whereas in the other ones he pretends to save her dog from a car accident yeah and i feel like that's too big of a miss uh, too big of a, a lie and a uh, manipulation to get past as a relationship yeah. goes that feels like a lot
3: yeah i mean he steals yeah. her dog first of he all he
0: steals her dog <laughs> he literally steals her dog by knowing that the dog would be attracted to a dog in a pink butt like clearly like a cartoon female dog Comes yeah. out and the other dog's like, oh boy, and just runs at it. I don't know about that.
1: Um, here's, a, here's something that kind of struck me while watching it. This is a, a you know, this is a this is a big this is a big like Will Smith romantic comedy. It's something that never happened before. It's he's he's a big movie star and all that. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't this movie have had like a better cast? What do you mean? Like, sh- shouldn't you shouldn't you look at like sort of the bit parts of this movie and be like, oh my god, this this has got uh you know just kind of people i've heard of I don't like outside outside i, mean, outside I, of I am, AM League, legend doesn't
0: right? have that should i am legend have uh, somebody play the the butterfly tattooed woman at the end should not that be an actor you know what i mean like is that a real question there's three I people in that. i am legend and one of them They is could a- all have been famous i'm just i'm just saying like well kevin james was big on tv this was well into yeah TV. yeah him,
1: him and TV kevin james and, and eva mendez count but then like i don't i don't know who eva Mendez's friend is i don't know she was great is i
0: really every time i watch this i really like eva mendez's friend i think she does a very good job in that role who would you have populated it with especially because like if they're eva mendez's friend who's like the fourth tier of actor in this movie uh-huh. like, who are you getting for that? You've Adam Arkin. I bet you like that. You like Adam Arkin.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like Adam Arkin, but he's he's another one, and I was like, this is... <laughs> Adam Arkin is the best we could do here? Like, I don't know. You're I mean, tiny. between you and me, okay. you're gonna be the one who knows, like, possible bit players of uh, actresses in the mid-2000s, but like, if it was made today, get me like... Uh, oh, God, I've forgotten her name. The... Uh, You've forgotten her name. Yeah, she's in. Uh, I know she's in Jurassic World. But she's in a bunch of stuff. Bryce Dallas Howard. No, not the star of Jurassic World. She's. Uh, <laughs> Who
0: else is in Jurassic? The first one, the first Jurassic World.
1: Bryce Dallas Howard's sister. I. Uh, oh, oh, oh! No, no oh, it's oh. also a
0: uh, oh, also okay. Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter
1: in Halloween. Judy Greer. Judy Greer, sure. Yeah, get me get me 2000 uh, the early to mid 2000s Judy Greer. Could have been Katherine Hahn, but you
0: okay, sure. Sure 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 sure. Yeah, um, or like a Katherine Hahn type. But it would it would be Katherine Hahn like 5 years ago now in 2004. But yeah, okay. sure. Um, let's talk about how much Hitch makes. Yeah, that's also a good question. This is a guy who works on recommendations alone, right? He does not advertise, and yet he lives in a (laughs) two-story huge apartment with, like, the first iPad, I think, (laughs) uh, ever made. Made by Sony. Thank you, ding, product placement. uh, To control his uh, thing, he wears the best clothing. I mean... What? He, he? How much does he make per session for yeah, like seemingly a three week lost. job? Yeah,
1: it's not that he like services the elite of the elite.
0: Yeah, I mean, how 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 much could the dog napper have? But I mean, made a year?
1: these people
3: really want love that badly that they will pay whatever it costs. A hundred thousand
1: dollars <laughs> for a month session. <laughs> yeah, like Kevin Kevin James is like a junior accountant, which is like that's a good job. He's, sure, yeah. you know, he, he can. I'm sure he can support himself just fine. But you know, he's not a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they they come out the other side of the movie being like saying they're brothers, which is another thing. That like I I get that they're friends, but like when Kevin James is mad at Will Smith, which is another another misunderstanding moment. He thinks that uh, he thinks that Will Smith is trying to date Allegra, and he starts yelling at him. he's like you were so like, like a brother
0: man. to me. Yeah, sure. I'm like it. it well, wasn't he's seemingly like 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 his month. only. <laughs> he's yeah. seemingly his only friend. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: sure. That's true.
0: <laughs> because he's a big just, fat slob, and we, we don't have friends. <laughs> it's just like we're going to
1: brother right away. <laughs> um, your your you're colleagues at
0: best, and you, must, seem owe, you seem to owe seem to owe him one hundred thousand dollars. He must make so much goddamn money. So, uh, the last thing is there's there's little bits in this that i really like and are very specific and fun i like when he's daydreaming about her and it's just him in a car on like the i'm like the san francisco gold in the gold oh, yeah. with like in this fake 1950s and there's like scarves flying and they're just laughing that's a great bit and also the entire and it was the whole thing in the trailer but the entire door segment still kills Will Smith behind the door just like pointing his eyes going, look at her and sliding the pen in Yeah, without him pen, like though. tapping in the pen and then him going, yes, I do. And, I mean, it was, that just all works so well. Yeah. It's such a delight, this movie. I really like it. Um, star ratings for Hitch Ahmad. What are you giving Hitch out of four?
3: I gave Hitch a three.
0: Okay, Noah. I did the same. Three out of four. Yeah, I'll give it three as well. All right. It's such a delight. Good consensus. Um, all right. Big Willie style. Ahmad, what did uh, Will Smith have going on in 2005?
3: So um, in March of 2005, Will released his fourth and final solo album to date called Lost and Found. Um, so this was a month after Hitch came out, um, and I think it really showed just how much his heart really was still in two places, in acting and in rapping. Um, the album cover for this album features a street sign, uh, where the street is Wait. apparently what
0: and it's the 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 and what what could possibly those street signs say? What streets could they possibly It's at be? the
3: intersection of West Philly and Hollywood.
0: <laughs> oh boy, he's so conflicted this man. Yes. <laughs> after 15 after 10 years of being a superstar he's like who am i what do you
3: mean he's making so much money he's in the biggest movies and he's like but i still gotta rap
0: he has like three wonderful children he's in a committed relationship he's like oh i just don't know who i am
3: um so right off the bat this album starts off with the song called here he comes which samples the spider-man theme song and it is just really not good (laughs)
0: which part of it samples the spider man yeah yeah so he he like
3: he likes rap some stuff in that tune and it's just so bad and like i don't understand why will smith wants to sing so badly it's a thing with rappers like rappers always want to like sing you know their hooks like kendrick does it j cole does it and clearly, Will Smith just thought that he was a better singer than he is because he sings all the time, and
0: it's not good. Uh, do you also find that R and B artists want to rap occasionally? Like, are they? There are it's okay, them so that do, yeah. So it's similar to like the old adage where like rock stars want to or rock stars want to be comedians, comedians want to be rock stars, and athletes want to be actors, and actors want to be athletes. Like it's just, it's a just complete flip. <laughs> yeah, you you just want what you, the what you aren't. Yep. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> And all of us assholes are
1: just sitting on the sidelines, looking at him, being like, "You're great at one thing. Just do that. Shut up." <laughs> oh, oh! I'm only a great actor and rapper. If, all, if only I could sing, then I'd be satisfied.
0: I want to be. A wanna be a, I'm only a dumb double threat. <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes double threats. We <laughs> go cry into my twenty
1: million against twenty percent contract. <laughs> lying around everywhere <laughs> god uh, the struggle of being will
3: smith <laughs> um he so he followed up that song immediately with the two singles for the album which was one party starter which the first thing i wrote after i heard this song was huh it sounds like he's trying to do a ludicrous impression and then I looked at the credits, and I was like, "Oh, Ludacris wrote this for him." Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second single,
0: "Move, Ma'am," get out the way. He was also Lu- Ludacris. Also wrote that uh, for uh, years later.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the the other single, "Switch." Um, which is a song that was released a few days after Hitch rhymes with Hitch, but yet wasn't associated with the movie at all. It's,
0: it's nuts. I know. <laughs>
3: it's very. Just, don't you
0: find that's? Don't you? I haven't listened to Switch in a while, but don't you find that Switch is a little too weirdly bouncy? Like like there's like very weird like keynotes in it, or it's like do 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 very weird little twinges of technology sounds that oh, yeah. just sound very strange in it.
3: Yeah, it's a. Yeah. I remember, like, thinking when this song came out uh, that, like, huh, this is an all right catchy song, but, like, now, like, just, like, knowing more, it's like, Will, what are you doing? Like, in hindsight, that song sounds like an old man trying to make a a hit song. (laughs) Yeah, it's like
0: what he thinks that the kids are listening to. It's like, this is it, right? Like, well, I mean, you're close, but... Your heart's in the right place, but not quite. Yeah. He's still just
1: doing his same sort of shtick, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I'm just a young guy. I want to fight Mike Tyson, etc." yeah it's like, it's, like, it's like listening to Weezer today.
0: Yes, and like yes.
1: We, Weezer started out, they were just a couple of young guys, just like doing bits, being like, "Aren't we nerds? Isn't this fun?" But now they're like in their forties, at least, and it's just like you got. <laughs> You guys, you guys should grow up a little bit. <laughs> this is weird <laughs> now. And, um,
3: and Switch was like, it was weirdly a successful lead single. It became a top 10 hit in multiple countries. Uh, it's very memorable because of how catchy it was. And like, I can't help but think of the dance that he was created to go along with it, with the clapping.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of doing it. I only can't see it. <laughs> i remember it exactly um, <laughs> From the I, I don't remember it exactly i remember the dance happening mm-hmm. yes
3: yeah and um i feel it's- like the excitement from switch is where the excitement ends on this album like this is the album that i thought his last album born to rain would be like there's nothing particularly okay. wrong with will's rapping his flow is still solid but thematically he's got a lot to get off his chest um, he wrote a song about an old flame who's really into Jesus. Now he disses the entire rap game because he says they all sound the same. He disses people who criticized his wow. music. Um, it just, it doesn't seem like the things that one of the biggest actors should be concerning himself with. <laughs> it like really seemed beneath him at the time, but yet it really yeah. bothered him enough to make a whole album about it.
0: <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I know he's not done making music. He You know, he had that big song for what the world cup or whatever mm-hmm. a few years ago. But, uh, and speaking of that, he's always been big worldwide. I feel like a lot of his singles have been with people who are huge in other countries yeah. recently. Yeah. Yeah. He's very much still relevant in other countries, but do you think he has like, uh, the, the want, or do you think he even has like another, like one last thing as like an old man, Smith coming back to the music game. Does he have that one? You know, Nas is still making music. Dre is still making music. I know they've kept making they
2: music. To come. <laughs>
0: yeah. Does, does does he still have a music to be murdered by? To come, I, are you expecting that?
3: I don't think so. I would I would bet that he throws that focus into movies rather than music. Like he he tries to cool. knock something else off of his. His acting checklist before he he goes back to rapping. I think I I would guess that he's probably done for the most part album wise. I mean, he did do a feature uh, just last year on a Joiner Lucas song.
0: Yeah, very 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 yeah. good. Very, it was like a response. It was a response yeah. song. Yeah, to his to join. Yeah, that was a good song. I like but it. as
3: a like as far as like a whole album goes with a concept, I I just I I think he should leave it where it is. Like I think. You just gotta go out on your past successes. Don't try and create any new ones as far as rapping is concerned. Um, yeah, I think he also I think raps he, probably just
1: too big now. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's,
0: it's
1: like fast. it's like the it's like replaced rock music basically just in the like They've culture
0: switched right. The idea of yeah, like, you know, you, you the public consciousness can name way more rappers than like rock groups. Whereas like in like 2002, that might have been different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and like me, if, if Will Joyner, Smith is gonna. Be,
1: Good. Oh, so if Will Smith is going to be putting out an album, it's going to be like a big deal. Yeah. Can't just be like, oh, some little thing. Like he's he's a big fucking oh. star, and I don't I don't think I don't think you can just I don't think you can look at the list of upcoming releases like, oh, what what do we got this year? Oh, Kendrick's got an album. Ooh, new J. Cole coming saying? out.
0: Will Smith. You know, it's one. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of those. It's one of those things where like. Even in the Joyner Lucas song, he mentioned passing the baton to Georgia. Like that idea of passing on to the next generation. But I feel like if, if he gets like a high profile feature, unlike I don't know, like a Jay Cole record or like a like a, a, a Travis Scott record for some reason, just like a very high profile person, that could lead to something. I don't know. But it's interesting that you think that maybe once he levels past another point in his career you know wink wink oscar um he might be more settled down to to do something else um i don't right, know that's
1: so- what we all said about leo and he hasn't put his rap album out yet
0: <laughs> he has he just he sold it to uh elon musk for 80 million dollars and only made one copy he's a big fan of wu-tang um our next film, the pursuit of happiness released December 15th, 2006 directed by Gabrielle Muccino starring Will Smith, Jaden Smith or Jaden Siri, Christopher, something long name in the credits of that. Uh, Tanya Newton and Dan Castanoletta 67% on Rotten Tomatoes 64 on Metacritic. It opened at number one, the $26.5 dollars. And thanks to those sweet, sweet December, uh, box office legs grossed 163 million domestically and 307 worldwide. It earned Will Smith his second Academy Award nomination for Best Actor. Um, It was his first straight drama since Bagger Vance, and it made bundles of money, proving that at his height, he could hit any genre and any audience. Personal History with Pursuit of Happiness, uh, definitely saw this in theaters. I think it might have been in Arizona. I don't remember, but I definitely saw this in theaters. Anybody else?
3: I also saw this in theaters.
0: Yeah, uh, no. I
1: uh, I saw this
0: one in theaters and then uh, never since then until <laughs> yesterday. No, I have a vague memory of like you, me and your dad going to see this. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that happened. Yeah, like I dragged you to and I just was like, this is and before I realized that's not the right crowd for this movie. Maybe I don't know.
1: I remember. I remember liking. It. I remember coming out inside, being like, "That was re- that was really good." And also, yeah. like, I don't remember how I felt then. But going into it yesterday, my memory of the movie was mm. that it was just like an hour and fifty eight minutes of crushing sadness. Yeah, no, and was then text- like two minutes of triumph. <laughs> I felt yeah, the I
0: be- I, I, also, I had a similar feeling where I was like, "Wait a minute, this is I got to prepare myself. This is going to be sad." And then. When it wasn't, I was just kept waiting. I'm like, well, I did feel like it was sad, and no one knows that I have this thing where I should find a term for it. Where if if, if somebody is like, I don't know, no, how would you describe it? You're just thing? you're you are very a uh, you're very
1: empathetic to people in movies that don't have much money and that like and that's just actively video- affecting them.
0: Right or like yes sure there, yeah, there's an like, example the example I give is in a movie called 99 Homes which is about um uh the people in like Florida who evict people who can't pay during like the uh, mortgage crisis uh, in like 2008 the financial stuff uh, and there's this guy who clearly has some kind of uh, memory uh, thing. And they, they're evicting him from his house. And the, it's uh, Andrew Garfield who plays like the new guy, like brings out a chair and sits him down as they're just pulling all his belongings out of the house. And Andrew Garfield's being like, can I call anybody? And the guy goes, my son, I don't know his number. I don't know his name. And he's like, is there anybody we can talk to? And this guy is, doesn't know what's going on. Why are you taking everything out of my house? And they're taking his house away. And I, I was sitting next to Noah and I had to put my, my head, like into noah's shoulder i was like i can't watch this scene happen even though he's an actor and these are actors and this happens and i can't do it so i was very worried about this scene mainly for the bathroom scene where he is yep. his foot on the door yep. and, like, crushes me yeah. every time see i would i
1: would think the bigger example from this movie is when the
0: super executive's like hey you got five dollars yeah, it's like, all I tough for me, It's all very tough for me in certain places. Okay, the kid losing his action figure—it's his only fucking possession on earth, Noah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I definitely cried when I saw this in theaters. I didn't this time, but I cried when I saw it in theaters. Um, but uh, okay, so we've all seen it, uh, Noah. How did it hold up? What did you think?
1: I thought it—I uh, thought it held up very well. It was, uh, you know, after expecting just so much misery throughout the whole thing. I was pleasantly surprised, I think, to find that it wasn't really like it was. It was certainly dramatic and like the stakes were high, but I thought the whole movie was going to be the bathroom scene where he's like, we have we have nowhere to live and no money and I'm just hanging on by a thread. And I thought the uh, the movie the movie like kind of undercut all of that, uh, I think on purpose. I think a big part of it, like normally I don't like narration in movies, but I think the narration in here was kind of key. Really? Because I it, you
0: were hate the narration. No,
1: well, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's key to not making it a miserable experience mm-hmm. because sure, sure. you know that he's on the other end of this.
0: Right. Right. It's, it's, like, it's, it's not going to end with to him problem. going this, this chapter of my life is called giving up. <laughs> yeah, it's well, called there, social yeah. services. Take my son.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this part of this part of my life is called when I die in the gutter. <laughs> Right,
0: exactly. Well, you, just, you you kind of know that. And, he gets the
1: job.
0: <laughs> and also, when like I, when this the... is when I joined the homeless man in looking for a time machine <laughs> yeah. to go back to when I was happy.
1: And like <laughs> when the kid loses his action figure, like it's during a montage, and there's like a happy song playing. I forget what song it is. Happy song playing. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like upbeat. Oh, okay. I don't. know. It's <laughs> a weird choice. I, I thought so too. I don't remember it being that upbeat. <laughs> I thought, I thought they were like uh, purposefully softening the blow. Yeah. Okay. Of like, it's, it's awful, but like, you I'm
0: feeling all right I'll, or whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about Jane in a second, but that scene I was reading about it and he had a problem with that scene. He was like yeah. seven or something. He's playing a five year old, but he was a little older. But he had a problem with that scene because he just couldn't get his head around the idea of losing like your one toy. Cause Will Smith was like, he has dozens of toys. I mean, you know what I mean? It just right. doesn't. He really had to like figure oh, out why he would be. Cr- it was it was this thing where he was like, I mean, he has plenty of. Tw- huh. I don't know. He it really was that hard time rapping. He did a good job though. He looked like he was. Upset, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right.
1: Uh, uh, I just I just looked up the soundtrack. The song either actually is "Feeling All Right" by Joe Cocker, uh, or I'm pretty sure it was Higher Ground playing at the time. Uh, I don't remember the Stevie Wonder song, and it was just like on on the on the one hand I was like okay this is good because i don't I don't really want to just kind of sit here and live in this small child losing captain America sure. and his father just being like shut up get on the bus oh, I have a up. dollar, and we need to go to the homeless shelter Unreal. Uh, but on on the other hand like looking looking back on it i d- i do I do think that maybe the movie was a little too like oh no don't be too sad like don't worry about it like a little too afraid of of really leaning into what was going on. But overall, I thought it was good. Okay, great. That's fantastic for me to hear. I thought Will Smith in particular was very good in it.
0: Oh, we'll talk like about into, that yeah, very much yeah, so. cool. Uh Ahmad, what did you think of The Pursuit of Happiness? Uh,
3: love this movie. I own this movie on DVD. Um, so i too. watched it a number of times. While I, well, I don't think the movie was as crushing as I remembered it to be as a whole, I did still think that like the misery, kind of just like, like emanated like the entire movie. Like they were just, it like enveloped. Yeah, them. and there's just yeah. like so many things that happens. Like where just when you think he's he's on his way up, they just like send him crashing down. Like the number of times he lost one of those scanners was. Just oh awesome.
0: my god! Yeah, <laughs> maybe one too many times. Yes, <laughs> I think it was one too many times. He saw someone with his scanner. Yes. Yeah. That's. <laughs> That's a I don't good know how point. Big San
1: Francisco is. San Francisco pretty big. But... And, and there's like two homeless people in yeah, it, and they're always within three blocks of Chris Gardner.
0: It was. But hey, listen, I'm I'm taking word that it happened. I don't know.
1: <laughs> just
3: just so many moments like that, like him getting hit by the car, him getting put in jail, and you think he's gonna miss the interview, him actually making the interview, but now he's just in a in a tank top with over his face. It's just yeah. like, oh, nothing is gonna go right for this man. And then of course the pure heartbreak of that. Um not even just the the sleeping in the bathroom at the train station and having to like yeah. put his foot on the door so people don't come in. But the whole like story he concocted with his son okay. with the time machine and the dinosaurs to get them to the bathroom in the first place. I hadn't remembered that um from watching it before and I was just like oh that makes it even worse. Like uh yeah, yeah. It's just the the acting from from Will in this is just top tier. Like I I was with him the entire movie. I was locked
0: in. Um, yeah, I love this movie. Even though it's so I, sad. <laughs> I, I yeah, it was very sad for me. Uh Even though I knew it, it you know, even though again it wasn't as sad as I remember, it still uh, was very upsetting in parts. I forgot about this. This unlike Shark Tale was one of those where it all came back to me the uh, him like slowly piecing to fixing up the unit you yeah. know him getting that light bulb i i was like oh of course i remember this like of course um i, I there there are things in this movie that like i i want to talk i want to talk about like the score because it's not a distinct score and it's very subtle but that those piano notes i liked that it was a through line um no i don't know if you can like think kind of work this out with me but like in these kind of movies there's usually just a generic score right it's sure. not it's just very like there's strings and there's piano and it's very uplifting or sad the fact that they had these few notes made it seem like a theme of the movie and i really enjoyed that specificity of the music in this um i think that uh it's shot very well i think tandy newton leaves very, I think she's very close to overdoing it in my opinion. Um, so she's, she leaves at the right time. Um, not for Chris, but, uh, for me, um, she leaves at the right time. And, uh, I, the movie sad, but it's also very triumphant. He's very smart. I like that. They make him very smart, very smart him, him going to the guy. Cause he knows that he's a football fan and kind of talking his way into the game in order to talk to him and his friends. That's great. Um, it doesn't play to Smith's strengths. It's, you know, he's not funny. He's not laughing. Mm-hmm. It's not bubbly. It's the charisma. It is the, the, he seems like he could be anybody's best friend. When he's on the phone and he's making those calls, he just, he sounds like someone you want to talk to. Um, Jaden Smith, uh, he auditioned the, the, the story I read was Will was reading this in bed and Jane was in between and he was asking what the movie was about. And Jane said, oh, I could play that kid. And then him and Jada talked about it. Uh, and they said, okay, but you're going to have to audition and you might not get it. And he auditioned like three times and got the part. I, they, they wanted to instill that idea of like, you know, you, you have to earn it here. And I thought he did a great oh. job. he really, I thought he did a really good job in the movie. He's very good. Will Smith is just brilliant. And I really cannot say enough about how I feel about his performance in this. It's clean. He doesn't overdo it. When he goes high in those high uh, emotional notes, it feels earned. Because other than that, he keeps it. It's so prideful. Every moment of him is just about pride. I love even like the moments where he says to that guy, oh man, when he says to him, I need that $14. the guy's like, it's $14. Like, what do you mean? He goes, no, I need that for when they take his money and they lock him out of the Ugh. thing. And you know, him, um, him him trying to get in and and the one thing is when he's trying to get into the homeless shelter and that guy cuts him and then the other homeless guy says no he cut him and they go all right come in i was like well you could thank that man he just walked right in i was really wanting a thank you to the guy who didn't who didn't get in who stuck up for you but i mean can we talk about will no talk about will smith's performance in this what did you think of it because it there's so much pride behind him in this movie that he's so subtle and good in this yeah I thought it was very affecting.
1: I was very uh, just kind of go- going through this. Very kind of surprised by how good it hel- how well it held up for me. I, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think in his dramatic roles so far, uh, I won't I won't even really count Bagger Vance, but you know, in in Ali, in Enemy of the State, I think you can you can you can still tell, or at least I can I can still tell that this is like a a big brash movie star kind of trying to do drama mm-hmm. and there's like it's it yeah. felt it feels like he's like putting on he's putting on an affectation of like I'm I'm going to be a serious actor. Right. And I think this is the first time that he like completely succeeds at it for me yeah, at he, least.
0: He disappears in this to me. Yeah, yeah
1: he really uh, he really sells it very well. Uh, and I I I think it I I think it just peaks at the end when they offer him the job. Oh my god! And they're like, "You still want the job?" And he's like, oh. "Yes, I do. <laughs> I do in want the him, job." Him Excuse sitting me.
0: there and holding back tears and just yeah. being like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, "Just like taking it." Oh my god! Yeah, I I to this day I haven't seen this movie in years. I own it on DVD as well, but I'll, I can picture the clap in the street entirely. Yeah. Just that silent clap above his head. It is yeah. so. So, I, I, was, it
1: as, was it as hard as you thought it would be? It was harder. It was no, very hard.
0: Yeah. It was very hard. Was it as hard? Give no. me the job, please. When do yeah. I get my first paycheck? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can I get in advance like three months? Is that possible? <laughs> um, his, you know, the urgency of it, right? The urgency of the whole movie is him trying to get a job, him staying ahead of the people that he owes money, him getting his machines back, him selling his machines him doing the rubik's cube in the car knowing that like this is taking up time but it's he thinks it's what gets what's going to impress this guy because this guy's trying to talk he's trying to pitch himself to this guy and it's not working this guy's obsessed with rubik's cube so he takes it and does it and there's moments where he's like looking around looking outside and then when he gets when they stop in front of the door he really is like hold on just focus like there there's no reason for that it's all in his face it's not expressed they don't explain it that's all his acting he is so good in this movie he's him like saying i'm sorry and running by the way if i'm running down a park and that guy's going down the street i'm gonna turn around and go the other way because that guy's gonna yeah to yes turn, just turn around now i have <laughs> yeah for real stop running in the same direction as the car and go the opposite direction as the car um you know him saying i'm sorry him him making a burger just like watching his kid he can't even eat he's painting uh him going to jail him saying to that woman i take care of him i mean it's just
3: i feel like yeah one of one of the most important like aspects of this movie that really was just like is one of the reasons why i really like this movie is that throughout all of the despair and like Struggle that his character went through, like his success at the end was earned. Like, you know, there's a lot of movies like this where, like, you know, the success or that comes at the end of all of this in the movie was like a handout or was given to him, but like everything, like he earned it, like, um, doing the work, uh, making sure that he, uh, well, what did he do? Like, he never hung up the phone so he could get more time to. Make calls, yeah. yeah. Doing all the the extra things like him getting that stockbroker job was earned, and I I think that's what makes all of the the terrible heart heartbreak throughout the movie worth it. In the end, it's just like wow, yeah. Like he really he really succeeded. Like he did that.
0: Yeah, even when the guy gives him like that extension to call because he's like, I didn't realize he was unpaid he earned it because of how impressive he was in those meetings and how much he impressed them. Like, that's not them just being like, we feel bad for you. They're like, no, no, no. We think you might have something. And so yeah, by the end of it, when they offer him the job, you understand why he got mm-hmm. it. And it's not that they're going to hire somebody because they're like, well, that's sad. He doesn't have any money. Let's give him a job. Cause that would, that could lose them money. They need the best person for the job. Um, but look, man, him selling that, him putting those pieces together, that guy saying like it's eight dollars, and him being like, okay, fine. When he buys his kid a candy bar, that feels the little moment they really make. And I think it's a testament to Smith and Jaden; they really make those little moments really work. You know, when 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 they're eating in the diner or whatever, and they have a nice moment. When he when he's able to buy him, when Jaden says, <laughs> "Do you want the candy bar?" He goes, "No, it's fine." And he goes, "No, take what's." You know, that those little moments of success really feel good, and that that also. In turn is what makes the you know them getting kicked out and Jaden being like no we can stay here him being sick of it makes it even harder it's just a it's a very very well done movie I do want to say just about the whole Jaden
1: thing uh, going back uh, oh yes you don't
0: like child actors so (laughs) what 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 did you think of Jaden no that's a thing I wanted to ask you yeah that's right
1: no I I thought I thought he did a good job. Uh, I I think he was right when he was like, I can play that kid. Like, yeah, you you, you could, you did. You already have like a good vibe with your dad. So that works out. I I just, I'm thinking of the whole story of like, you know, you have to try out and you might not get it. Uh, Imagine yourself as the casting director (laughs) of the pursuit of happiness. A sort of like small time drama that lands Will Smith. And he's like, all right, my son's auditioning. Treat him just like any other small child off the street. Like, I don't, I don't think you're gonna, I don't, I don't think anyone in that room is going to be like, all right, so who wants to go tell Will Smith that his son sucks and that the, the role went to fucking somebody else. I can't think of any other children's names. And I
3: feel like
1: if that had
3: happened, Will would have been, probably would have been okay with it, but... Nobody yeah, in sure. that position is going to make that decision to like right because they're worried they're going to be <laughs> yeah.
0: absolutely. Yeah, because
1: um, because he's 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 a capital S superstar. And I, you're going to be like, "All right, are we going to risk making Will Smith mad?" I don't think so.
0: Otherwise our movie doesn't exist. So Will Smith was nominated uh that year against Peter O'Toole for Venus, uh Ryan Gosling, Half Nelson, Leonardo DiCaprio for Blood Diamond. Um, and Forrest Whitaker, who won for The Last King of Scotland. And I, I remember understanding why Forrest won. He was tr- fantastic in the movie. Um, I liked Peter O'Toole a lot. I really liked Blood Diamond at the time, although, you know, we all know DiCaprio should have been nominated for The Departed. But uh, I did secretly in 2006 think, like, I think this is like the best Will Smith can do. Like, this is the best pro. This is like the project, I think. To- I really was like, I think Will Smith might should probably win for this. Um, and I think, finally, I think you're right that this is like the best he can do it's it's and you know that that's not like a slight against him Being I mean, like this is his peak but like this is the performance that if he won we'd all except for him being against like the last king of scotland but if he had won years from now we would all we we wouldn't be sitting here and be like oh they gave it to him because he's will smith we'd watch the movie and we'd be like no he's actually really good at mm-hmm. so yeah it does agreed um and then finally the very end of the movie. When he's walking down the hill, not finally. One more thing after this. When he's walking down the hill and he passes a man, and then Will takes a look back. That is the real Chris Gardner. In the family. okay, I, I, okay, because the very last shot, he he walks past a, a middle aged black guy, and then the and then Will takes a second and he looks back and smiles at him. That is the, the real way Chris he Gardner. looked.
3: Back. Oh, is it? The way he looked back, yeah. I was like, "Huh, that was weird." Like, there's something about that, but I I didn't know what, what yeah. that was. Okay.
0: And then finally, Noah, what was your favorite Jaden Smith
1: joke in the movie? Um, I like the knock knock joke where no one's that's there. That's my favorite
0: as well. There. Yeah, I yeah. really like, and I think Noah because you love to make a meal out of a joke. I really like the uh, the the God joke where he says, "Yeah, the guy in the flood," and God goes, "I sent you three yeah. boats." I mean, you can really stretch that to be. I honest. do, I do, uh,
1: I do like that. I just, I don't think that's a joke. That's that's like a parable, mm. like Is that. that a parable? Uh, yeah, I mean that that same that same thing is used. Uh, I think it's a season one episode of The West Wing, uh, <laughs> where uh, you know the the pre- the president's like worrying about whether he should uh, like commute the execution or stay the execution of someone who's due to be executed at midnight.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and yeah, he's he's talking to his priest at the end of the episode, and he tells that same story, except he does it seriously. And oh, sure, right. so, so hearing this, I'm just like it's like it's kind of a joke because at the end he says, "I sent you boats, you dummy," yeah. but other- otherwise, this is just like a, a parable about how God works. Yeah, um, Ahmad,
3: did you have a favorite joke? Yeah, I said the same one that Noah said, the
0: the, the nobody joke. Yeah, at the very end, it's a good one. All right, star ratings for the Pursuit of Happiness. Uh, this is three and a half for me. Three and a half. Uh, I.
1: I don't know. I I was I was given my star rankings as I went along. I had marked this down as a three. I mm-hmm. uh, and I don't I don't know if like I can put my finger on something like missing from it that makes that like makes the movie like really good to me. Is it that Dan Castellaneta
0: doesn't do Homer in it?
1: Yeah, that's probably it. If not doing uh, the
2: Simpson character.
1: No, I maybe I was still just the uh, Thrown off by that one Michael Rapaport scene from Hitch. <laughs> uh, Wait, what? How did that affect this? Just that it's weird that there's one scene where he's like hanging out with his best friend, and it's Michael Rapaport, it, it and then yeah, never,
0: yeah, never, never comes he died off back insane. at all. I will. Smith, I don't know. Will I guess, kicked him in the face in the, the Hudson River and didn't jump in to save him.
1: Yeah. It. I th- I think I think Will Smith is great and the movie is good and so I'm gonna
0: stick with my rating of three stars. All right, uh, Ma, did you know who Dan Castellaneta is? Literally so, just
3: looked up his Wikipedia, so I know who he is.
0: Now. Yeah, <laughs> so the uh, the uh, bald guy who uh, who does the the training session who asks Will Smith to get him coffee and goes, "This is gonna be hard." Um, that is uh, the voice of Homer Simpson and a bevy of smashed, other, characters. yeah,
3: tons <laughs> of other people. <laughs>
0: that was another yeah. chapel. yeah yeah he is uh very 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 rich from chicago kid. oh i didn't know that that's yeah. cool yeah he he pops up in weird things i'm like you don't need to you have more money than will smith i think <laughs> but it's fun. oh yeah yes he does <laughs> he has way more money than will smith yeah, all those people do um yeah all right our next film i am legend released december 14th 2007 directed by francis lawrence Starring Will Smith, Alice Braga, Charlie Tahan, and Emma Thompson. Anybody recognize the kid? Bonus points if you did. Yes. Not not oh, Willamod.
3: What do you got? That's his daughter, Willow Smith.
0: No, I'm sorry. the the, the boy. Oh oh no no, no no I thought you were talking about the kid. He no. he plays uh, Wyatt on Ozark, which I think Amad watches. Oh. Yeah. Okay. No I'll watch part of. Um, yeah. And Emma Thompson. Uh, I, 16- I think.
1: I think Ahmad still gets the bonus points. He sure does for recognizing a kid that you weren't even talking about.
0: (laughs) Well, okay. Uh, Sixty-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, sixty-five on Metacritic. Opened at number one with seventy-seven million dollars, two hundred and fifty-six domestically, five hundred eighty-five million worldwide. It was the sixth biggest film of two thousand seven and the biggest non-franchise film of the year. And, without looking at it, uh, very close with Men in Black for the second biggest film domestically of Will Smith's career. Uh, This is a project that had been in development since the mid-90s. In 1997, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Ridley Scott were signed on to do the film. Budget concerns ultimately doomed the project. In 2002, Schwarzenegger changed his role to producer, and negotiations began with Will Smith and Michael Bay. The project was shelved due to script issues. Smith asked Guillermo del Toro to direct, but he turned it down for Hellboy 2, the Golden Army. Francis Lawrence signed on to the project in 2005, following the release of Constantine, and Smith finally agreed to the project in 2006 with a pay-or-play contract, and that means he gets paid regardless if they release him from his contract for any violations. So he could, like, kill somebody, and they go, whoop, that uh, voyage contract, goodbye, and then they, he still gets paid for it um this was supposed to be made after tonight he comes soon to be titled hancock more on that in a minute uh, until that was delayed slightly and he made this instead uh personal history with i am legend no should i tell the story or should i not do, do uh, whatever i no go ahead stories are good well i don't know i'm gonna text you what it is and then you can tell okay. me ahmad what's your personal history with i am legend uh,
3: i definitely saw this in theaters i feel like probably starting with pursuit of Happiness was the point where I actively wanted to see every Will Smith movie that came out in theaters. Um, So I definitely remember the incredible hype about this movie, watching it in theaters. I've always liked this movie, but this has also been um, the movie that I've been most excited to rewatch because I don't know if it was you two or if maybe it was just somebody else, but I feel like I've heard somebody recently talk about how this is like one
0: of the best either movies or performances in will's catalog i think i think that was i think that's what got us started on this during uh multiplex madness 2000 we were talking about yeah. i am legend it was in uh, a contention and we were talking about whether it was the best uh performance of his and then you texted us saying hey wouldn't it it'd be kind of cool for a series of podcasts or whatever if we just watch will smith movies and talk okay
3: about so that it. probably okay that probably was it i was listening to the podcast and heard y'all say that, and i remember yeah. i remember to myself being like huh like I hadn't watched I Am Legend in a while, like it's maybe been at least I don't know, I don't know, ten years maybe, um, and so I'm oh, like, yeah. what am I not remembering about this movie? Because in my head it had always just been like, like, all right, an okay movie. So I've been very excited to rewatch this because I was like, I gotta, I gotta go cool. in this with, with a fresh mind to see
0: to see what's up. Noah, did you get my text? I I was
1: I'll just respond to it here. Yeah. I, I, I think, uh, I it mean, this, yeah, it's, it's just, the story's not really about the movie or like the
0: watch experience, but if it, no, if it's it just, it 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 it, our watch experience. it's our personal, no, it's not, but it's our personal, It it's just, it, it ends it on a funny, okay, so basically there was a threat at our school, someone called in a threat in 2007, okay, and they sent like a note home uh, with the parents, and they called all the parents, and I got home, my mom said, Brian, are you, like, do you not want to go to school tomorrow, like, are you worried about it, and I said, yes, I am worried I shouldn't go to school. <laughs> even though I, I wasn't worried, I didn't, I didn't think anything would happen. Yeah. But, but she right offered response. me out and I said, yes, I don't want to go. And, uh, and I didn't go. And then uh, we all, all of our friend group had plans to go see this movie on that Friday. And so even though I said I was too nervous to go to school, I, as soon as school ended, I walked to school and met you guys inside at the theater. And I don't know why my mom wasn't like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> why, why are you okay now? After school, it ended. And I am like, I don't know. But uh, we all met outside the theater and saw this in IMAX, Noah.
1: Yeah, I do remember seeing it. And I, I remember, uh, I believe this is what? where we got the Dark Knight trailer.
0: No, we got the Dark Knight uh, opening scene. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, there was a big preview Warner Brothers did with the uh, yeah. prologue. Oh, this thing I wanted to mention. Uh, I have this on DVD. I have this in Pursuit of Happiness. And I also rewatched Inception, so it happened with this. But they, I used to really like on movies... When I was a kid and into my teens, where when you watched put in a DVD, they would have trailers before the menu started, right? And on VHS, Uh they would have trailers. And they were usually movies that were coming out after the movie because it was arguably about the release of the DVD. And those would come out after the movie. So it always seemed like I was in a theater because I would be watching trailers for movies that were coming out after. Like I Am Legend, there was a trailer for the dark Knight, and there was a trailer for speed racer and it was like i was sitting in a movie theater watching trailers before a movie started it was very yeah i used to like that a lot as a kid um the, so yeah, uh, we-
1: the darkness on dvds always specifically bugged me really because like yeah like i love i love them in the movie theater because it's part of it but i feel like when i'm going for a dvd
0: it's like i just want to watch this movie like sure, can well, we i gotta
1: keep hitting the skip button
0: yeah. Well, what I hate is when that skip button doesn't work. That's a bunch yeah. of bullshit. No, that's not, that's not, that's true. a bunch of bullshit. Um, We saw this in theaters and I really loved it. And I remember having a very passionate discussion about it with Elena on the car ride home. Yeah. And I think it was about the morality of zombies of the idea of, um, aren't they still a person or at what point do they stop becoming a person and it's okay to kill them? Like, yeah. you know, is there, are there a part of them still in there? Just that kind of thing. Um, had she, had she uh, secretly watched the director's cut? I don't I don't think so. We had all seen it in a theater. So I think it was literally the theatrical version. Um but I remember really liking this in theaters. Noah, what was your impression of it before this rewatch? I I also remember really enjoying it. I uh, and then I uh,
1: I rewatched uh, I rewatched it for the the 2000s podcast relatively recently. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, I mean I'd I'd seen this
0: fairly early, but I came into it thinking like, oh yeah, this is going to be good. I've no no, f- I, no judgment here, but did you watch it again, or were you like, I just saw this, I don't need to watch this. Yeah, no, I, I watched it again. Very committed of you. And, um, and, th- and this time, I, uh, I did, in fact, accidentally watch the director's cut. And this time, it was personal. Uh, Ahmad you you were saying that you used to think that the, the director's cut you had this thing in your head where you thought the director's cut was the actual ending yeah right?
3: so when we got to the when we got to the ending and my rewatch I expected one thing to happen and then it didn't happen <laughs> and I was like wait what and so I like well, looked it up and I was like oh that was the director's cut ending I was like I must have seen that and immediately just locked that in is like that's how the movie ended.
0: That's so it's so funny that Ahmad was like, okay, he ran in him with a grenade and then they're going to drive to Vermont. I was just waiting for like, I, the, and...
3: the zombie to like like kind of like motion at the at the yeah. girl yeah, zombie and then it so never funny. happened. I was like, yeah. what?
0: And then Noah was like, Okay, so they're driving to Vermont, but soon he'll blow himself up in the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well rewind.
1: We're gonna go, watch funny He's gonna go,
0: Ooh, I forgot my keys, and then the the basement scene. <laughs> will
2: happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, how did it go uh, this time, Ahmad? How did it go?
3: Uh, I really like this movie. Um, uh, besides, like me completely like getting the wrong the, the ending mixed up, I thought this was a very good movie. I thought there were a lot of really cool shots in this movie. Just like that shot of him playing golf near all those fighter planes. Like, no. I think, like, maybe a, a third of the movie was crazy. I love the way that they quietly, like, did things, like, reveal his identity before we knew who he was, like, that time cover on his fridge. Um, yeah. The whole the whole theme of, like, the evolution of these zombies kind of made the movie so different than, like, all the other iterations of zombies we've seen in the past. Like, we've seen zombies in other movies and shows It's just, like, these brainless, just kind of, like, Like walking around with not really much going on up there, but like the way that the creatures and I I feel like they had a name, but I don't remember what they were called.
0: Dark seekers. Dark dark
3: seekers. Um, The way,
0: which like they're just in the dark all the time. I think they've they've they're done seeking it there. But yeah, the way
3: that they like like set traps
0: yeah they learn yeah. they learn from them that, yeah. that, mm-hmm.
3: whole, that whole part of the plot was just like okay this is different than anything I've seen before I really like that um as a foil to, to Will's character that it's not just him going around like shooting zombies like the walking dead you know right. like there's there's more to yeah. this than that yeah. um, and so I appreciated that I really liked Will's relationship with his dog um yeah, oh, which gosh. I thought it was an interesting choice that so like he calls the dog Sam throughout the entire movie and then right. at the point where unfortunately Sam dies he calls the dog Samantha for the first time. So I was oh. curious why they like made the decision to reveal that the dog was a girl right before Yeah.
0: Was it a twist? I didn't. I. Mean, I, I, was, I never thought was of treated, it as a twist. I think it was treated that way. Oh, I. I, I never thought of it as a twist that way. I and like I thought be, of him just like being sad and saying the full name.
1: To be perfectly honest, like it kind of worked on me. Just like in the like the split second of like my lizard brain was like, "Oh my god, the dog's a girl," and then <laughs> I was makes like, this "Wait, more sad. <laughs> not even that." I was just. I was just like shocked. It's yeah. <laughs> like Samantha. But, the, but, and, but, but the then I was like, wait a minute, ferocious. that
0: information doesn't inform the scene in any <laughs> yeah. way. So, how, <laughs> could never mind. how could this be? That dog's so ferocious and scary at times. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. Like no. the, yeah, the surgeon
1: was his, his sure. mother. Like, it, yeah, it never I, occurred I, I, to me. The doctor was a woman. Girl. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was, but yeah, it was just for, for a split second, just the, the structure of the twist worked. It's like, wow, a girl dog. Yeah, I completely agree. Noah, what did you think I, of the movie? Yeah, I think it's good. I think, uh, you know, I think it it could be great, and it's not. Yeah, I, I think it it kind of it kind of misses uh, misses its opportunities to like really commit to anything. Like I, I know it's not going to because it was it was gonna be like a just a big summer blockbuster type. But like this movie could have been like really scary. Movie could have been really like gruesome. It also could have been really
0: interesting. It also could the, have been like a you know an examination of like mental health. Sure. There's nobody to talk to. Like him. Yeah. Him talking to those mannequins and him you know wanting to hit on that woman. Like those are things we could have gone down a road I and mean, been like, is companionship just the thought of somebody or just somebody actually being there?
1: Would yeah, like we could have we could have seen him like really come apart instead of just there being one scene where he doesn't have a companion between having the dog right. and having mm-hmm. the woman. I. And also, it could I, it could have been, uh, you know, they could have done more with the zombies learning and, like, setting yes. traps. Well, it was, it, was, the, it
0: was really one of them. It was him, because all the others were, like, crowded in, like, that circle, yeah. just doing this. He, and he also, like, you know, pointed or whatever, and they all charged. He was really the one who was doing the thinking. He seemed to be more evolved than the others. He had, like, a mate, yeah. team, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, but it, uh, and, like, I think... I think the ending of the theatrical version is just like really does the movie a disservice. Uh, I think really? the director, yeah, I think the director's cut one is much better. I think that's kind of what makes this story its most interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you know, not to not to be one of those like, well, in the book they did it like this, but I, I, just, I think they had something so so interesting on the plate. And like uh, you know, Brian, I know we've talked about this. Ahmad, do you know how mm-hmm. the book? No. So basically, what it is is that, and the book is called
0: is the book called I Am Legend? Is it called Yeah? Okay, it's called I Am Legend. The the, there was the uh, uh, adaptation called The Last Man on Earth with Vincent Price, and then the Omega Man, which is what I thought it might have been called, was Charlton Heston in the eighties. Yeah. I in the book, basically,
1: he gets like captured by a whole uh, a whole society of the smarts. they're they're vampires in the Uh. book yeah Uh, but it's still like a disease he gets captured by the smart vampires and basically comes to learn that they're they've just been kind of living their lives at night and he comes around and like kidnaps them and studies them and like murders them on mass and so he is in fact the legend that they tell their children about like he's like the yeah yeah exactly and and like, isn't that He's cool? The
2: yeah, and it cool. is. And like, it's
1: they kinda, They kind of get that with the with the director's cut ending, where it's like, you know, I just want my girlfriend back. Yeah.
3: Uh, oh wow.
1: And the the ending of uh, you know, it's just a bunch of monsters that he has to explode. I think just kind of really, really leaves something great on the table. Yeah. For for no good reason. It's not like super complex. People people would get that. People'd be into it.
3: I, I uh, agree. I, um, when you, when you, when you mentioned the thing about like, maybe if they had drawn out the traps a little more, I think that if there was like, just like multiple occasions where like something that he knows was in, that he knows was in one place or something was not like the the thriller part of this movie would have been so much better if in like, like, you know, even if it was just a couple more scenes where he's like, whoa, this is the girl from the record store why is she all of a sudden out here? It just would have, it would have hit a little bit harder than it happening once. And then immediately something
0: happens. But I, um, uh, I really loved this movie at the time. I, th- I thought it was great. I thought it was really exciting. And then I was more down on it, this watch. And I think I kind of agree with a lot of the criticism. I think the first hour is terrific. Yeah. I think when He's by himself it's really great. I think the scene where he goes into the building is genuinely scary. I think Francis Lawrence does a really good job of, and, it's, and Will Smith does a good job oh, yeah. of him, him about to go into that building and like calling for Sam and like, and then him deciding to go in and looking around. Yeah. And and looking around. Yeah. It's very and scary. It, it's very it, it it all of them like, standing in a circle, just, just like kind of shaking. going. Like, burh, burh, burh. Yeah. 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 It's like like really cool. Very cool. And in IMAX, it scared That's- the shit out of me. This is, this was a movie. Yeah. Uh, Ahmad, you do know about me where if it's a scary movie, my fingers are in my, my middle fingers are in both my ears. <laughs> And I'm just like watching the screen. This was definitely an IMAX. This was definitely one of those. Um, I, I I think he's terrific in it. He's not, uh, you know. It, I think in Multiplex Madness, I said this is probably his best performance. I don't think that anymore. I think he's it's one of his best. It's certainly top. Um sure. but probably. there's something about it. And but I think it's just because he's supposed to be scaled down. He's supposed to not be. <clears throat> charismatic when he's with the other people i think that that's where the movie loses me because he really gets accustomed to people being there too soon we spent this whole movie with him talking back to his dog about eating his vegetables about him saying hi you know oh hey how's it going josie to the woman who works at the video store all this kind of Mm -hmm. shit um and then when he's with a a person with people he's just kind of like he does that shrek thing and then he he goes into uh, just like talking with her like a normal adult. There's very little. He literally says, where he goes. I'm gonna need a minute, and then the next scene he's fine with it. It seems like yeah. very, it's it's very strange and quick to me. Um,
1: I, I do yeah. want to say about the Shrek thing, like that was. That was supposed to be him, like, him, like, coming in and being, like, playful and being like, sorry, I threw the plate, in fact. It's very
0: creepy. It is very like, creepy. Oh God, yeah. It's super it's so weird. weird. It's very, especially, especially because he's, like, huddled and in the lines and, like, he, looking he down. His, it looks like a tick. Like, he's been programmed to just, like, if someone put Shrek on he just, like, locks up and, like, yeah. and, and the kid's, like, looking up at
1: him and, like, not blinking. It's just like, <laughs> fuck, man. Like, are you done? <laughs> Please stop.
0: Uh, I, I mentioned- And his, he just goes, I like Shrek. <laughs> Like, I I, mean, I mentioned this he by the way, he he does a pretty good Eddie Murphy impression. Him him doing yeah. those. And me too. Like it's he's very good at that. Yeah, sure. doing that. But um I uh I mention this every time I mention this movie. It drives me insane that they show a scene from Shrek and then they cut to something else, and the dialogue you hear from Shrek is from another scene than what's on the screen. Oh, sure. Like you 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 can make these things match. You're in the movie yeah. business. Let's do that. It's the same thing in Zombie Land. Where Emma Stone and Jesse Eisenberg are flirting, and he you goes, know, "What was your first R-rated movie?" And he goes, "Anaconda. Anaconda was PG-13. Can nobody on that professional film set Google something? I mean, Jesus Christ, it's really embarrassing. It's, just, it's so simple. It's—I know it's not a big deal, but when you know it, you're just like, why wasn't that just changed? Why did this yeah. Anyway, um, same thing in here. I just make right. make make the scene and the dialogue match. But uh, the ending, I you know." It, it's strange because I before I want to talk about the first hour. There's a th- when when he sees the guy come out, and he goes, "Oh, side note, behavioral note." Uh, uh, one of the infected exposed themselves to sunlight, uh, and then he concludes it by saying, "All human instinct gone." Yeah. No, that's not true, because he came out because you took a loved one from him he's being protective of something he cares about. I get that what you're saying by the human instinct is he knows sunlight will hurt him. And yet uh-huh. he exposes himself to it. That's survival instinct. He, he's not experienced that, but he came out clearly as a response to you kidnapping one of them. It's, it's a very big
1: conclusion to make after it, one instance of something at,
0: happening. And like, and so then the ending, when, when he says, I know what I'm supposed to do. No, you don't. You could have literally thrown that. You could have put that grenade down and hidden inside. First of all, I don't think that that hole they're in is going to survive a grenade blast. Okay. Mm. So that's one thing. But if it can, he can just put it down and go. There's no reason he has to say he says they won't stop unless what you're dead because they'll all be dead, including the leader of the group who's orchestrating this. So if he's gone, they're not going to follow you. Um, and also, you know, him going, that's also against an, a, a humanistic instinct. So if the idea is that he's less human at the end because he decides to do this, I just, I, I, I don't like the ending anymore. Um, why does not his house have better defenses?
3: <laughs> he's,
1: been, he's been doing this for three years. He's got some floodlights and one bomb. Yeah. And then that was yeah, it. it's like,
0: well, they're in, <laughs> you know, it's one of these things where like uh but anyway the 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 first hour is terrific the the um the visual effects of uh the dilapidated new york and like the nature taking it over still work really well in 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 my opinion Mm -hmm. um and the movie was very expensive the the flashback scenes to the brooklyn bridge cost like five million dollars and shut it down and like they had like the army the national guard it was like a huge operation for this one thing will smith had said uh they had shut down so much in new york that it was the most middle fingers he'd ever get on set oh. just like oh, New yeah. York being like fuck you why are you closing this down um i but the- i also speak speaking yeah. of the flashback uh
1: so their plan to cordon off the island is just to destroy the bridges with missiles <laughs> Yeah, yeah. they scramble the jets so like we need to quarantine new york so physically blow up the bridges
0: yeah it's like can I, we not I don't know them or put up roadblocks or just like yeah I don't, in there? I don't
1: i don't i don't think i don't think we're gonna
0: scramble the fighters <laughs> uh i do want to say the um uh, n- uh no one knows this as well i love movies that have like gathering of supplies And so him, him, like his little setup where he looks at cans and he goes, this one's expiring sooner. I'll use that. He puts one on the shelf, him scavenging. I don't understand his schedule. He spends time in the lab, right? Then he goes fishing. Then he goes supply hunting. Then he goes to the pier and goes, I will be here at noon every day. Noon. It's been six hours. (laughs) And then he drives around looking for deer. But like, he has so many things he does. I also want to talk
1: about the plausibility of hunting deer from a Mustang in Times Square,
0: especially because like there's that moment where he uh, he he he's trying to sneak up on the second time, and he's being real quiet. Yeah, really, because before you're driving a huge car in the most (laughs) echoey space in the world, any deer in a five block vicinity is fleeing.
1: Yeah, and then you've got to you've got to put the gun out the window and like look out and look look down the scope while driving.
0: Yeah. Like, how do you not crash into a barricade every time? Um, the he's he he's great in it. His you know we, I texted you guys during that cardio scene. I mean, he's just he's incredible. Yeah. He looks great with the gray in his hair. He looks his hair looks great in this. His beard looks great. He's he's also fantastic at the quiet stuff. And the movie really should have dug deeper into his psyche. I I don't know if it was a technical note but i really liked the detail of when he is screaming at jeff and you know the 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 dummy in the street his voice is hoarse yeah and it's because he doesn't talk to anybody <laughs> cuz he he talks very quietly and so when he's screaming it's really stretching his throat and i was like that's a really fucking cool mm-hmm. detail um them killing the dog on his birthday is insane why don't we just have it be the next day thank you very sad. Uh, and it's a very sad scene um i i i i remember that scene beat for beat i remember like those dogs waiting for the fucking light to disappear Mm -hmm. him scooching back yelling at sam hoping to get his gun even though he was arguably closer just reaching that gun that was closer to him um it's very sad when the dog i don't remember them animating the dog's face do you guys remember the dog like snarling at him and then cutting to him choking it yeah. There's a shower. He's petting it and crying. And then there's a shot, you know what I mean, the shot of the dog just like yeah. changing like biting at him and then he it cuts to the other angle. Um but it's very sad. I also think that if you are uh helping a man into his home um and kind of planning on living there, don't use so many of his supplies. Yeah. Like she sure. made eggs and I, she I feed. <laughs> every time every time he goes I was saving that bacon I said, "Yeah, don't use his bacon. That's rare." And like he, like I, I, if I would be like, oh, I made coffee, is that okay? I had a granola bar. That's what I would take. I wouldn't be like, so how do you like your eggs? What kind of syrup would you like? I'm preparing. Like no, 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 no. Like I'm. I is it okay if I had oatmeal? Um, but I think I think that the first hour's movie is terrific. I think he's great in it. Um, anything else about I'm Legend? It just makes me want Will Smith
1: in like a modern day like blockbuster horror movie. Mm. Yes that'd be terrific like, and get uh, not get out uh in uh a quiet place i mean um, I'll, I'll
0: take a will smith get out too but sure yeah, will smith in like a quiet place sounds yeah, great or like not not halloween but like that kind of thing or if like jordan peele just wants to cast will smith in his next thriller we could just do um, that um, yeah that would be fantastic uh star rating for i am legend i'm giving i'm still giving a three i, I love the first hour I, it it wasn't as good as i remember it being but it's still just a solid fucking blockbuster. So three stars for me. Uh, Noah, what about you? Uh, I go two, two and a half. Mod I gave nine. it three stars. All right. All right. Our final film, uh, Hancock, released July 2nd, 2008, directed by Peter Berg, starring Will Smith, Charlize Theron, Jason Bateman, and Eddie Marzin. 41% on Rotten Tomatoes, 49% on Metacritic, opened at number one with $62 million, $104 million for the five-day, released over obviously July 4th weekend will smith is mr fourth of july as we all know uh 228 million domestically 629 million worldwide it was the highest grossing original film of 2008 number four uh, domestically overall and the biggest film of smith's career in worldwide grosses since men in black uh, this was another long indigestion gestation project Uh, in some kind of development since 1996. Tony Scott was going to direct it, as was Michael Mann, before he decided to do I'm Going to Miami Vice. Uh, Though he is a producer on the finished film, in 2008, the director attached at the time, Jonathan Mostow, who had done T3, Rise of the Machines, oversaw a 10-page treatment specifically targeting Smith, Vince Gilligan of Breaking Bad fame, provided a rewrite, and is one of the credited screenwriters. Uh, Gabriel uh, Muccino, who directed The Pursuit of Happiness, was slated to direct but was editing The Pursuit of Happiness at the time, so Will Smith filmed I Am Legend. Weeks later, uh, Muccino departed the project, and Peter Berg signed on while he was filming The Kingdom, which also starred Jason Bateman. This with Legend was the height of Smith's powers at the box office. They were solely sold on What If Will Smith Was Alone in New York and What If Will Smith Was a Superhero. Um, similar to what a Smith was just, I guess a romantic lead in a movie, but the, these were really the star plus concept heights of his powers, Uh personal history with Hancock. Noah, you and I saw this at the Arlington theater, I
1: believe. Uh, sure. I am I, much worse at remembering which theater it is than you, but yes, I'm certain we saw this in theaters yeah, together. We definitely saw this in theaters together.
0: Amad, had you seen this before? Oh, yeah,
3: definitely. I um, saw this in theaters, probably opening weekend, um yeah. also remember it being a lot better than it actually
0: was on a rewatch <laughs> wow all right um yeah this movie doesn't have the best reputation people think it's a little disjointed i i've been a kind of a defender of it and uh i'm still gonna be a little bit of that but not too much but first let's get the maybe not the worst out of the way based on what Ahmad said but no what did you think
1: yeah, I uh, I think this is kind of similar to I Am Legend in that it's way more interesting up front. Once they start getting into the like the like the lore of it all, of like we we we're, we're immortals and you're I'm your I'm your wife and we have to, we 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 have to be apart. Like I, I don't know. I I could do without all of that. I feel like that's very uninteresting superhero stuff but the beginning actually played a lot better than i remember i don't think i've seen this since uh, seeing it in theaters yeah. and i remember coming out of it being kind of like put off by how much of a jerk he was
2: yeah.
1: it's like i don't i don't want i don't want my superheroes to be like like alcoholic shitbags <laughs> uh and this this time around i actually found it like more like, i don't know if i'll go so far as to say funny but uh, more, more endearing, more like sure. enjoyable. Um, um, and, like the whole prison routine, like him, him like jumping out to get the ball and like coming back in, like, oh, like that was there's good stuff there. But then once yeah. they get into like the plot, I,
0: I could do, I could do without the plot. So you know, the thing about this movie for me is, I think this should have been two films. I think that the ending of this movie should have been the discovery that Charlie's throne is also one of him. And the next movie should have explored the relationship. Cause I like the idea of these, two, I like the idea of these two powerful beings. Apparently there were a bunch that, uh, together are cursed with being mortal and growing old and losing their powers and being humans and, and living with their love or apart, being the strongest beings on the planet. And that choice that you want to make, um, you know, maybe you could be pen pals for a while, and, Sure. Uh, you know, you could have a, uh, uh, you know, phone sex and, and yeah, Skype you live separately and see each
1: other once a week. And
0: yeah, exactly. You can have trysts, right? So I, I like the idea. And I also thought that when she was explaining what happened because they're different, you know, obviously um, she's white and he's black. I thought, I wonder if a lot of their the reason that they were a part or just those things were having them were because they were an interracial couple. And I'm like, now that's also something that we can explore delicately, to be sure. But the idea of like him getting beaten up in the 30s in Miami in an alley that has racial undertones that they just don't explore. Right. Is that the reason? Was it something else? Was it just a bunch of goons beating up anybody? You know what I mean? Or was it? And she literally that's says, like I wasn't. She literally says, I wasn't allowed to go in the ambulance with you. I'm like, why? It just, it brings these things to mind. I thought that is also interesting. The idea that throughout history, they can't be together because of the the social injustice of it all and the bias, or maybe back when she said four BC, uh, you know, hopefully people were just like not giving a fuck because whatever. Um, And, uh, and then that idea of like, you know, maybe her like staying away from him was like until like things settle down (laughs) uh but i have no idea but i just the idea that these two powerful beings can't be together or else they'll lose their power but they'll still have each other is just interesting i think we could have explored that in the next one i think it's odd this movie doesn't have a villain um not that i'm saying i want one because it would have felt very odd but just the idea that eddie marzin breaks out of jail and then goes i know i'll shoot him with a gun that's never worked for anybody you're in jail because he can't be killed. You shot at him with 50 cal or better, as they said. <laughs> 51. Um, so he's like, I know what I'll do. I'll break these two guys. He's, he's Southern. Sorry. These two guys out of jail. And then we'll go to the hospital where he happens to be. Like <laughs> they, they, con- they concocted a plan to break. They, he said, let's get our revenge. Yeah. And they concocted a plan before knowing that he was susceptible to bullets. So what was their plan? Anyway, the, whole, the last part of the movie falls apart. I still think it could have worked in a sequel. Uh, but before we get into the actual discussion, Ahmad, what did you think? Um, so
3: I think the, the concept of this movie of like the anti-hero superhero was different. And I was about it and I thought Will Smith was good at it. But once they really started digging into that plot... That's when it all kind of fell apart for me because they like, they like dug into it a little bit, but not enough to actually tell me anything, (laughs) you know, like, I just feel like there was just a lot of, of weak points in the plot and like, none of it was like really explained. It's just, it was, it was a tough like second half of the movie for me because I liked the the whole like PR angle with Jason Bateman and him trying to like rehab Hancock's career superhero career I guess quote unquote um I I that's what really worked for me like I loved all of that scenes the scenes of him like saving people but doing it very reckless and then even when he's like trying to be better and still just like like flying down to the ground but trying to do it gracefully and it just looks weird like all of that worked for me but yeah. the whole Charlize Theron plot just like i i actually do like your idea of like making that the end of the movie and then breaking off another one that explains more of it but the way they kind of rush through all of that just didn't really it didn't really work for me
0: yeah you know uh the the scene in the beginning where he breaks through the street sign and it destroys all the cop cars is very funny because it's reminiscent of bad boys but the destruction you realize is being caused by the good guy. That, that, that I thought is like the perfect encapsulation of the damage he does. Like, we got it in that one scene. That's just good filmmaking. Like, we get the issue with this immediately because Peter Berg holds on that. He has slow motion of those cars exploding. It's a very, like, long sequence of just these cars being mm-hmm. destroyed. And it's the good guy doing it. Um, but I agree with both of you. Like the first half is works very well, aside from some off color jokes that uh, aren't made anymore. But, (laughs) um, but the, uh, will Smith's really good in it. Again, it's a different role for him. He's not charismatic. He's not, he has that moment where he's like going to dinner and they say smile and he does a terrible uh, smile. Um, he's very uncomfortable with it. Him, him being, but he, he, it works. He's just a good actor. Him being gruff with those kids really works. Uh, him throwing the kid from the Halloween remake in the air is very funny. <laughs> Jason Bateman looking down, looking up at the sky, like, Wait, what happened? Yeah. Jason Bateman does a great Jason Bateman. Yes. It's, it's the same role he's played a thousand times, yeah, but he's, but he's, really he's good funny. at it. He's very, but he's funny going like, Imagine role. how the conversation's gonna go with the mother. Like, yeah, that's, that's that's a great. Jason Bateman line him saying, like, pal or or. You know, him being like, hey, let's take it easy, pal. Like him doing that yeah. kind of thing. Those meatballs are way too big, in my opinion. Those are just enormous. Yes. All-size meatballs. Calm down.
1: Also very, like, Need it's also a very, like...
0: Go- go- it's very, like, goopy sauce. Did you like also the- notice that when she brought the Tupperware, uh, the bottom was white? It wasn't, like, mixed in, the sauce? I I was like, that's,
1: that's gross. Let's
0: not, let's not travel yeah. that way. Let's mix everything together. and then- Yeah,
1: because once noodles, like, are not hot anymore... They're just stuck together. It's a big pile
0: of noodles. Yeah. That was a mistake. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I liked him. I liked the rehab aspect of it. I thought that was really good. I, I also thought Jason Bateman was good um, when he was just like looking at them in the snow. I thought that was just a good moment. He's a good actor too. But uh, speaking of the ending, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't work. It, it's a shame. Cause again, I do like that idea. I like the idea of this weird mythology and these choices that super beings have to make. Um, I think that's all really good. I just I would have I think that they should have concluded this story of him rehabilitating himself and earning the public's trust. That's the story. And you you can have it where like the bank robbery scene or just like something else is the ending. He doesn't have to fight a supervillain. He doesn't have to I did like that choice that this movie doesn't end with him fighting it it had the it had the big Mm supervillain fight, but it was between him and her. So they their big destruction scene but i did like that it came down to like you know a regular guy uh, even though i thought it was odd that jason bateman killed him like he's just, he's just a normal man and now he's murdering people um <laughs> which is just okay fine <laughs> he's just cutting someone's hand off and slitting their throat with an axe um uh but of of the ending i liked the scene of him running away i like the scene of him getting away from her i thought the music was really well done i thought the camera choices were good the rain stuff worked him like falling through the hospital and hitting the buses and getting up and i thought that swell of emotion was really good and uh i just think that we could have explored all that that mid-credit sequence should have just been the end of the movie i think here i come is a very fun song to play there especially when the title which is a terrible title by the way tonight comma he comes no no we're not as a title for the movie, um, which was originally it's very—it's very ominous. Yeah, it was. A, yeah, it also doesn't have anything to do with the plot. Uh, he's just there. He doesn't come <laughs> anywhere. He's just there. <laughs> um, Most of things place during the day, but the the, the mid credit sequence should have been, um you know, just like even a little thing of like her accidentally like throwing something too hard and like breaking yeah. through her wall, like that. Just a little tease. Like he doesn't know. Jason Maven doesn't know, but we know that kind of thing. Also, uh, if, uh, superficially speaking, if my wife was Charlize Theron and then she was like, yeah, so I'm immortal, but I love you unconditionally. I love my life. You're like, great. that That's fine. That works out for me. I'll grow old. You'll yeah. be you till the end of time. <laughs> and, uh, that, that sounds, that's a wonderful deal. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, and you can protect me, uh, cause you're strong and you can help me do things when I'm old and feeble. Cause you're really strong. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I had something else I want to talk about, but while well, I think of it... Is someone is what?
1: it the scene where he comes through the roof? Is that was is okay. That what you want
0: let's to talk let's about? talk about this scene, uh, Ahmad. How did you watch this movie? Did 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 you rent it or did you own it somehow? Uh,
3: Without I think getting- I
0: rented cause- it because. Okay, did you see that scene where he sleeps with that girl? No. <laughs> yes, that is why Noah. We watched the extended edition of this. I see. Because I, I checked, I checked the running time before I watched this, Ninety four minutes, and then I clicked on my link to watch it, and it was an hour and forty three. And I thought, "Hmm, interesting." Oh, it was only ninety four minutes normally. Yeah, it's normally an hour yes, and a half. Right. Okay, Ahmad. There's a scene at the beginning where he's. It's literally the second scene where he's he's in a bar and this woman recognizes him. And she comes up, she goes, Oh my God, it's you. I want, how is what is flying like? And he's like, I'm not going to take you flying, which I thought was cute. I think that's a funny thing. If people on the street are like, wow, it was like, I'm not going to take you flying. She's like, oh. But she really wants to have sex with him. So they go back to his apartment where they go back to his trailer and she, there's actually a funny line in it where she goes, wow, I really like your play. I really like your place. And he goes, I just attached three trailers to each other. <laughs> he's like, I didn't do anything. Yeah. And she starts to make out with him and he goes, okay, there's something that you have to understand when we do this. And it's a very classic thing as far as, you know, the jokes about Superman. But he goes, when the moment's happening, when I'm climbing the mountain, this is verbatim, by the way, I'm climbing the mountain. uh, You need to be as far away from me as possible. (laughs) And so she's like, whatever. And she's like, and and then they cut outside and the thing starts shaking. He's like, wow, you're really rough. Oh no, it's happening. I'm climbing the mountain. And then he like shoves her aside and then (laughs) The no. Why don't you explain what it's, what, it's, what, as, what the, the it's as though uh,
1: yeah he sh- he shoves it across the trailer and then we cut to a shot above the trailer and it's as though like three holes from a high caliber rifle
0: are blown in the ceiling. <laughs> three holes burst <laughs> through the ceiling like lights in the sky. Yeah. Oh my and, and, and and he
1: and he goes whoa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we pan in. We pan in through the hole, and he's like. Whoa! And then he goes, "Sorry, but there, there's a sweet moment after that." And then, and then she, she runs away. She she does. She is very freaked out, and she does ask to use the bathroom. And then she climbs out the window. But he has a he has a sweet moment where he's like saying, "Like I'm sorry, I tried to tell you, I could take you flying if you'd like. Um, you just got to hold on really tight, and you know maybe." Put a helm Put like your hair. I don't know what he says, but something. Yeah. He's like he's trying to be sweet yeah, and that's dear. Vulnerable right moment. That it's a very hilarious. vulnerable, it, vulnerable. moment. It's the most vulnerable we see. It's weird that they cut it. Oh, it's not weird. It's not a good scene, but it's weird that they cut it because it's the most vulnerable we see him in the movie.
1: Um, I, I, I actually like for that reason I like the scene. Like it's, it's super weird that he comes through the roof. <laughs> Wait. So what scene
3: did they follow that by? Like, what was the next scene?
0: Uh, the next scene was was it Jason Bateman?
3: Oh
2: boy,
1: I don't remember. I just <laughs> I, it's been like four hours since I've seen this movie. I can't.
3: So <laughs> I can't oh, possibly So remember. was he in the bar? Um,
0: he was bar watching the news. And story that lady like looks about... at him, and he is
3: like, "I will like." Yeah. He says something that was very funny. And now I can't
0: I'll break my foot
1: off yeah. in your ass. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Bar. That...
0: Yes. Oh yeah, part. it's the
1: next scene. He just he takes
0: that young woman he, home. He says that while he he says that to that other woman while he's talking to the woman he's going to. God, yeah, that's
1: hilarious. She's
0: like standing right next to the <laughs> table. What scene follows that? It must be I, Bateman. Or I think it's, it's when we meet Bateman
1: in the meeting. When
0: his plan is,
1: what if you give away your drugs
0: for free? fucking idea i mean what a first of all your logo looks like looks like on the packages at like the counter at walgreens when they go you want to buy this pin to help children and you're like yeah fine that's what's on the pin but you being like to a pharmaceutical like hey what if you just like gave away things for free and they're like no and we're we're as the audiences be like oh those fucking pieces of shit like no i I get why they're saying no i don't I i don't agree with them saying no i think that you know universal healthcare should absolutely be a right. But I get why they're going, what? Yeah, it's, no, not, no. Like, it's
1: not like a compelling plan yeah. from their point of view. It's not, he doesn't even say like, you know, you give these drugs away for free and then you make the money back later in Goodwill or whatever. It's yeah, like, he just goes, what if you, you did charge
3: anyone? Yeah, he's a, he was a terrible yeah. student at that. I,
1: I, insane I, idea. I, I've never worked at a high-powered PR firm but I have to imagine your plans get like run by your boss before you're going to give the big pitch. Like, yeah. give me give me the bullet points of what you're going to yeah. say. I, I, not, not just like, yeah, do whatever I you want. I watched
3: this with Karen and she pointed out, she was like, I feel like he wouldn't even have gotten into this room if this was real. Like there's no way they take a meeting right. with
0: this guy. Yeah exactly i mean they they didn't want to take the meeting i thought it was odd that like the people from that other company like i thought we were gonna talk about hancock like why what do you mean i think i'm gonna sell you i i guess maybe they wanted these spokesmen for his their company whatever they did johnny galecki and tom lennon who were in this movie for some reason um but yeah his his plan was insane but uh yeah the movie you know Will Smith's really good in it. It's a different role for him. It's it's an unlikable role for him. I still I really like the uh, the whale scene. I think that's still really I, funny. Yeah. Him just chucking yeah. that whale into the, the ocean. The sound of the
3: whale and as then, he threw it. That just that makes me cry. <laughs> yeah. and
0: then and then him going. I don't, going, mean, I don't, I don't even yeah. remember that. Jason Bateman going. Greenpeace does. Yeah, was, the whale. Does. Yeah, uh, yeah. Greenpeace does. The whale does. I um, thought oh, that was really funny. Uh, you know the the stuff that they try to make funny, like I thought that kid was way too overzealous. And Noah, did you recognize that kid? He's from Friday night light. Speaking of Peter bird. Yeah. Yeah. I did
1: recognize the kid.
0: He played the kid that Riggins. Uh, yeah. uh, bonded with. Cause he was sleeping with his mom. Yeah. He was way too overzealous. Him being like, Hancock, Hancock, Hancock. And him just like tasting the meatball. Yeah. And Will Smith and him being like, it's a good meatball. And him going, thanks Hancock. Yeah, I was you like, didn't you make didn't make
3: the, the meatball. meatball. What are
0: you? <laughs>
1: people you're seven years there old is a, a, there's there is that scene when uh, him and charlie's get back from like his soccer game and he's upstairs changing uh, yeah. and and someone says someone says to hancock like you know nobody likes you very much
0: and the kid just shouts downstairs i do yeah,
2: <laughs> yes, yeah. i
0: like um, that <laughs> i i also very much enjoyed hancock doing the joke with the hand on the kid I thought that was really cute. When he shakes his hand and Hanger goes, ah! And he like screams it too loud. And they're all like startled by it. He goes, I was just, I was making, he got it, she didn't. (laughs) I thought that was funny. That was funny. funny. Yeah. The first hour is pretty decent. I mean, I just think that it could have been more focused. And I think we save our mythology. Very interesting, possibly mythology for the second one. Uh, Star rating for uh, for Hancock, I'm giving it uh, two and a half. I'm going uh, just two. I gave it a two and a half as well. Yeah. All right. All right, here we go. Uh, the awards. I make this look good award. How come he don't want me award? Don't ever do that again. Oh, hey, we get the uh, the, the, the the title award for this one. Yeah. And the welcome to earth award. All right. So, so far. Um. Pull this up. Our contenders in the How Come He Don't Want Me, which is an uh, uh, underrated film or just performance of Will Smith, we think deserve more attention. Uh, the nominees so far are Enemy of the State and Ali. What is being added this time? My pitch is Hitch. I, I, I think that his skills as a romantic uh, comedy leader slept on and uh, out of these movies, um, I don't know. I don't think people talk about Hitch enough. That's just my opinion. What about you guys?
1: I feel the exact same. Uh, I think it's either this, or it's either Hitch or Pursuit of Happiness, and Pursuit of Happiness, I think, is pretty well remembered as. Yeah, and he like, was also nominated for an Oscar for it. it. So yeah, yeah. I, I also vote Hitch. Uh, Mod, uh, you? I had a tough time
3: with this one because I was taking a look at all these movies, and I was like, I feel like people feel the right way about most of most of these movies. Um, <laughs> I think you're right, but I, I think I agree with you. I think I think I'll go with Hitch as well. I'm fine with that.
0: Uh, the I Make This Look Good Award uh, from Men in Black. The nominees are Men in Black and Bad Boys 2. This award is the best uh, Will Smith looks in the films. I have I Am Legend. I think the salt and pepper works for him and the hair. I think his hair looks good, his beard or goatee. And uh, him doing that cardio is uh, something else. So it's close between this and Hitch, but I'm going with I Am Legend here. I also yeah. think he looks great in that jacket holding the gun too. So
1: I did, uh, I did go with Hitch just because I think uh, – his sort of romantic charisma uh, increases his attractiveness, puts him over the top. But like, I I could be I could be compelled by I Am Legend.
0: Ahmad, what did you? Add?
3: Yeah, I I chose I Am Legend. Um, I forgot to mention this when we talked about it, but I Am Legend was yet another movie where Will Smith showed his ass. Um, it seems like he's just trying to like throw those <laughs> into, does, into different does
0: movies. does he show his ass in this? Uh, at what point? I, I missed his. I, I, I feel like he him? was. Was he showering?
3: I don't remember. Or maybe it was... No, it was no, do it was do you remember his tush? yes. Yeah, I also put iron lid.
0: I don't like... I don't like how he looks in Hancock. No, I, I don't know. His, 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 his clean-shaven face looks very weird when he, he's that buff. It, I don't know it why. It does.
1: I'm like, it's not a great haircut for him. It's just the whole, the whole yeah, look. Yeah, even when he was it's not weird. shaving, like, that hat is terrible. Those glasses
3: are terrible. It's, Somebody made yeah. a joke in the beginning of that Plus, movie. Uh, when he was like doing that car chase, they called him Soldier Boy, yeah. and I was like, he does look like Soldier Boy with
0: that hat and those glasses. <laughs> I love topical references that will last a lifetime. Um, yeah. I, uh, I also uh, yeah. we, we kind of mentioned it when uh, Maude was mentioning, but when he's learning to land safely, he does that wobble. But when he's saying "Good job" to all the police. Yeah, that's very funny. And, and him getting consent to touch the woman and her just going, get me the fuck out of here. Is very funny. It's yeah, a good bit. That was a good bit. All right, no, uh, Are you good uh, with I Am Legend good, there? I'm good with I Am Legend there. All right. So our nominees there, Men in Black, Bad Boys 2, and I Am Legend. Don't ever do that again uh, to the Will Smith film that he sh- or aspect of a film he should never do again. Uh, our our categories are the loosey goosey racist commentary or nominees in wild wild west and the magical black person in the legend of back advance uh i just put shark tail here but we can certainly narrow it down um what does everybody else have
1: i my my pick here and i know this won't come to fruition but uh at the time i would have said just like don't do animated movies i don't think it works for you
0: interesting
3: uh, no. uh, I I literally just wrote, "Don't kill off a wonderful dog like Samantha."
0: <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad one. Don't, yeah. don't don't kill the nice dogs. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. I think go
1: that's that? good. It's, it, I I I find it nice that we didn't have a uh, we didn't have a movie in this block that was just like really really uncomfortably racist. That was that was refreshing. Absolutely. I think. That we, that we just get to be like, don't do the dog, instead of like, stop with the racial stuff, guys.
0: <laughs> well, we're watching bright next week, so yeah! we'll see if that holds up. Uh, and finally, the Welcome to Earth Award. Uh, the award given that if aliens came to Earth and said, this Will Smith guy, what's his deal? And we go, he's a great big movie star. Tons of charisma, star power. They go, hmm, we don't have that much time. Give us one example of that being the case. What movie would we put down? I have uh, I Am Legend for the first hour of it, but and also just the blockbuster of it and his performance. But what do you guys have?
1: Uh, my pick, uh, because I was not very original this week, was once again Hitch. Okay. A um, I had right?
3: also put down I Am Legend. I thought uh, before they introduced all the other people that, like, you know, that scene, the aliens would see it, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, this
0: guy. Show us all of. I mean, he's the whole movie. He's the whole movie. He commands the screen uh, the whole time. You're riveted by him, and that. Don't you episode. want the aliens to know he's funny, though? He's fun. Oh, excuse me. Did you not hear him quote Shrek for eight minutes? I there
2: did, it.
0: and I wanted to turn the movie off I, and I mean, go take a nap. You first of all, uh, we have two mo- movies already in contention where he's funny. Uh, yeah. For this, but. Um, he's he, he he's funny when he's going into the movie store and he's saying hi to everybody. And, and uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sure. going. I guess, I'm
1: I, guess, I guess the, 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 so, the solo aspect of it is, uh, is fine. I think I am legend works.
0: All right. So then our nominees in that men in black bad boys Two And I am legend again, the same nominees we have in, I make this look good. I'm sensing a pattern. The better he looks yeah. the more likely aliens will like the movie. This is interesting. <laughs> They're very superficial. All right, let's rank some films and performances. Um, you guys both have the the charts, right? They're on the Google Doc. Do you need a second to get those I open? It. I got it. You both got it? Okay, great. All right, so let's uh, let's talk about it. Our first film is Shark Tale. Um, where do we feel like this ranks? Toward the bottom, but I I, I I say it's better than Wild Wild West, so I'm thinking right above That's that. That's I have it. All right, I could take that. I think it's.
1: Uh, I would put it below Wild Wild West, but it's it's close enough that I'm not going to quibble too much.
0: It's it's definitive, like, definitively like bottom three. I just feel like Wild West is more problematic, and so it, yeah, you know, yeah, that's fine. That's a, gets a pass here. That's a good point. Um, all right, uh, Hitch, Hitch, where, uh, where, where do we think Hitch fits?
3: Um, I have Hitch between Ali and Independence Day.
0: I'd be fine with. It. I think it's better than Ali, just because I Ali's just fine with me. But I'm also fine with putting it below Ali. I'm, uh, no, what about you? That is uh, exactly the zone. Uh, all right, throw it in. I, uh, yeah. All right, I'll go. Uh, so we're going below Ali.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's fine.
0: Uh, the Pursuit of Happiness. I'm really high on this movie. I mean, it's. I think we're going to come down to whether we think it's. In my opinion, I come down to whether I think it's like a better movie than Bad Boys Two. Uh, what about right. you guys? Uh, yeah, I think
1: that's also the the space for me.
0: Uh, Mod, what about you?
3: Uh, so I had Pursuit of Happiness above Enemy of the State, so I've got it in the two slot right now.
0: Okay. I mean, I could be talked into that. I really think this is a very good movie. Noah, how does that sit with you? Are you, are you um, staunchly against it? Maybe we could talk a mod down to three then? I, I I wouldn't say staunchly. I think, you know, left left to my own
1: devices, I would put it at four, above Ali, below Bad Boys 2. Uh-huh. Uh, I do think Bad Boys 2 has its problems. Yeah. Uh, despite being, like, such so, a good <laughs> Will Smith movie. Yeah. It yeah. is eight hours long. <laughs> Uh, so i could uh i i think i would uh i would be i would be pretty comfortable with it at three a i li- a little hesitant about enemy of the state but i'm not like it's not a Ahmad, how do you feel about it at three though? i'm fine with it at, three. So, at three
3: so between three? enemy of the state yeah. and bad boys too yeah yeah so i know that
0: yeah, no, marked uh i am legend how do we feel about that i'm thinking I... like my opinion maybe above ali but again i can be talked into below but i think it's i think worse than i think worse than bad boys Two, but That's above ali ahmad's nodding yep. his head noah i that
1: is a a little a little higher than i got i don't know i like this is the this is the this is the the uh, the issue with the consensus like i like i like hitch more well, than uh, i am legend but I like I Am Legend more than Ali. Uh, well, then I so yeah. Like I, th- I, th- I think at I think at five below Bad Boys Two works uh, yeah. works fine for me.
0: By the way, yeah. ju- when we when you mark that in, just looking at that five, that could just be our five by the end of this. That that that, that looks like a pretty solid showing. Yeah. Uh, and then Hancock, um, better than Independence Day. I think. I, don't- I you don't think so? No, I don't think so. I-, I have
3: it very low. I have it under Bad Boys.
0: Wow, the bad oh, wow. boys. I think it's better than Robot and Men in Black, but I can be persuaded about Independence Day. Mod, how, how would you feel about being a bumped up a few spots though, below Independence? Below
3: and in so better than Men in Black Two. I Men Robot. Black,
0: yeah. I'm really, judging the first hour and like the last five minutes. Of <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay yeah, with that. I'm okay with that. So we're really leaving out about 20 minutes of <laughs> Hancock. It's not very long. That's true. All right. And that, that's it. So our, our – our actually, I'll do the movie rankings when we do the – no, I'll do them now. Movie rankings. We have 15 uh, ranked from bottom to top. The Legend of Bagger Vance, Wild Wild West, Shark Tale, Bad Boys, iRobot, Men in Black 2, Hancock, Independence Day, Hitch, Ali, I Am Legend, Bad Boys 2, the Pursuit of Happiness, Enemy of the State, and Men in Black. All right, performance-wise, um, Shark Tale. Uh, I, I I think it's might. I think this might be below Wild, Wild West. I think he's good in Wild Wild West. He's still Will Smith in that movie. I think that's right. I think it's above
1: Bagger Vance because of yeah, because of why it is. But uh, I really think the animation like just doesn't do him do his. Talents, any favors?
0: I mean, he's also the best part of Wild West. Him and Kevin yeah. Klein. So yeah, uh, Ahmad, yeah, what about cut. you? Right. Okay. So far, that's been the easiest to rank is Shark Tail. Um, yes. Hitch. It's really, um, it's really bad. It's not offensive. Here's, here's what I'm thinking about the, the date doctor. I'm thinking because I, I think Men in Black is very low ranked on here, so I, I think right below Men in Black and above I robot for Hitch.
1: I, uh, I think exactly the same.
0: Ahmad.
3: Mm. I, I currently have Hitch under Bad Boys above Men in Black too. You're saying under Men in Black above iRobot.
0: Yeah, that's where I feel. I, I just he's just like perfectly tailored to that role. Yeah. I and think. That. I think.
1: I think the the reason for me that like Bad Boys is relatively so low on this list is that just he's just not in enough of it. Like <laughs> his his, his, perfor- his performance is good. It's just not as as strong a thing of the of the movie. Also I one think- of those
0: things where he just he just really does it so much better in bad boys Two as well yeah you know what i mean yeah and i just of- i think
1: <clears throat> i think the driving force of hitch is just like this this is a charismatic and suave motherfucker you
0: believe that this bullshit that he's spouting like again yeah. i was the point i gave where i was like you sit there and you're like yeah, i guess i should come in 90 and wait 10 but that's just the ramblings of a screenwriter but i said that because will smith said it so i'm like huh i guess that makes sense that's all credit yeah. to him. I'm fine with that. Yeah.
3: Throw it uh, between Men in Black and I, Robot. Uh,
0: what's next? The Pursuit of Happiness. I think this Same. is number one with a bullet. Yeah, I think I think that's right. I think it's number one. Uh, I Am Legend, I also think, is really close here, guys. Uh, let's talk about I Am Legend and Enemy of the State, because I think we're we're splitting hairs here. But, I mean, he is just in complete command of the screen in I Am Legend. Yeah, I- for the whole, e- even when the movie falls apart, he's terrific even when he's talking to the woman and the kid he's still great so this
3: was my number 2 slot i'm yeah, fine this uh,
1: yeah. Th- this again i have to uh, i have to reconcile like i think it's better than i think it's better than enemy of the state i don't think it's
0: just cuz bad boys too <laughs> uh, What, what do i vote uh well if you vote like you did last time you just put it at two then yeah
1: no i think i think that's fine and i'll just i think i just have to make peace with the uh, Bad Boys 2 will not
0: be number one on this list, and that's fine. Um, <laughs> And then uh, Hancock. Uh, I think he's good in this, but I'm willing to put this like below Hitch in the iRobot uh, by Bad Boys range. Uh, he doesn't do anything new here, but he's very solid. Yeah. What about you guys?
1: I don't know. Ahmad, where are you at on, uh, on Hancock?
3: I've got Hancock underneath Bad Boys above Men in Black 2.
0: I mean, I'd honestly be fine with that, Noah. What about yeah. you? Yeah, I I, th- I think that's fine.
1: It's a it's replacement level Will Smith. It, yeah, it could Easy. be. It's as long as it's below Hitch, like fine.
0: Yeah, I agree. All right, do that. Okay, so the best Will Smith performances we have so far, from bottom to top: The Legend of Bagger Vance, Shark Tale, Wild Wild West, Independence Day, Men in Black Two, Hancock, Bad Boys, iRobot, Hitch, Men in Black, Ali, Bad Boys Two enemy of the state i am legend and the pursuit of happiness that those, those i'm i'm happy with how these are coming i out. agree this is good yeah i think we're doing well all right before we move on a quick word from our sponsor all
1: right this episode of getting willy-witted is brought to you by the matrix most people love the matrix right it's kind of a big deal but not everybody lisa schwartzbaum of entertainment weekly for instance uh-huh. calls it a blast of Hong Kong glitz that never approaches the stylistic cohesiveness of, say, John Woo's face off, or the charisma of that film's propulsive star, John Travolta. Well, gee, Lisa, maybe you would have liked The Matrix a little more if it had a charismatic, propulsive star. Wonder who they could have gotten. <laughs> the Matrix, not starring John Travolta. Oh, boy,
0: she's sleeping on uh, Keanu Reeves, though. He's great in The Matrix. Yes. All right. And we're back. Come and on from a theater near you. Noah, take a and I back in time. All right. Uh, this week, we'll be going back to 2008.
1: You mentioned earlier that Hancock uh, opened huge $62 million number one yeah. at the box office.
2: Yeah. 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 Uh,
1: the week prior, two other movies also opened very well. Seemed uh, Either or both seemed prime for. Big runs at the top until they were uh, undercut immediately by Hancock. Can you
0: name those movies? I have a, I have a few ideas in my head. Um, Ma, do you remember summer 2008? It was The Dark Knight. Had, the Dark Knight had yet to come out, Ahmad. Kung Fu Panda? Well, that had come out in May, silly. <laughs> uh, I, Iron Man had spawned the uh, MCU in May 2nd or whatever of that year, that summer uh i'm gonna say one of them is wanted okay that is correct which was the first r-rated movie i could buy a ticket. Is that the card the
3: bullet movie, movie? oh yeah
0: okay. sure it is never seen I saw, that i saw that at old orchard and i uh, it was the first one that i was like i'm 17 now give me a ticket i don't need no fucking guardian <laughs> uh, i feel like i should have very... seen that have you not seen it since all right, we need to Skype that. That's We need to Skype that with Joe. Okay. That, yeah. I'm going to see if that's anywhere. Um, that opened to... 50.
1: That is exactly right. 50.9 million dollars. Okay, and then the
0: second one was below that, right? No, yeah. above. That was the number two film. Fuck. It opened above it. It wasn't a Pixar movie. Uh I don't know, because Wally had come out in Oh, maybe it was Wally. Was it Wally? It was Wally. Okay. I thought Wally All came right. out in May and I was like, wait a minute. Good catch there, because that would have set us back a while. And Wally <laughs> Well, it's definitely not Pixar. I'm like, not ooh. even gonna entertain the idea that it's Wally. <laughs> you know what? I make a pact to never guess it's <laughs> Wally. Um Wally opened to sixty eight.
1: Uh, sixty-three. Damn it! But very I close. No, 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 no. I mean, I think that I think that's close enough.
0: That impresses uh, me. Oh, uh, Wally at I think the Randhurst. So you were you might have been there. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Wally's great. I rewatched Wally. Very good. This is way earlier in quarantine, hundreds sure. of hundreds of movies <laughs> ago, but, but it's, it's, it's a good one. one. It is a good one. I haven't seen Wally in a while. All right, uh, what, what, what else are we doing? Uh, Ahmad, we need a song of the week. What do you got?
3: Absolutely, I've been, um, as you know, I've been reading Kendrick Lamar's biography a lot lately. Um, so I've been listening to a lot of his music. And so I decided that the song of the week for this week is what I think is one of the most well-written songs from his Pulitzer Prize-winning album, Damn. Um, and that is Fear. Fear um, is a song where Kendrick expertly writes about three per- specific times in his life when he had fear, when he was seven, when he was 17, and when he was 27. And I just think the-, the lyrical and like technical ability he shows in this song is amazing, one of the best songs I think he's ever written. So that is the song of the week for this week, Fear by Kendrick Lamar from Dan.
0: Uh, is anybody featured on that? Is that is it is that the YouTube oh, feature? No, no, or no?
3: Uh, It's just him on this one. I'm pretty sure.
0: That's good. I listened to Damn a lot. That was the f- was that the first uh, awards of yours that we were. And I don't know if that was the first or one of the first that we were a part of the Academy. For oh, it might, it might I, listened be. I listened to that. I listened. to that a lot during that cycle. I'd already listened to it a bunch, and then I was like, "Oh, good. I <laughs> yeah. to it 15 more times." I haven't listened to Damn in a very long time. I should go back oh, yeah. to that it yeah. holds up yeah especially especially you know once the is this better than to pimp a butterfly settle settles down that's out of the your mind and the consciousness yes yeah, yeah right.
1: i i have i have a feeling that like because one damn came out it was kind of like all right well kendrick's put out two like literal right. masterpieces in a row uh and is what is this album like very good Bah. <laughs> but I, yeah. I i feel i feel like I'm, i feel like i'm going to go back to it now like now that time has passed and be like oh
0: shit like this is this is also yeah, excellent it's it it's almost like 808 isn't it what do you mean Eight, 808 and heartbreak how that was just like a completely different sound we gotcha. were writing it off at yeah. the onset and like a few years later people were like hey 808 is actually pretty good i don't know what people think about 808 now but i remember 808 and heartbreak a few years after the fact, we're like, I like that. That's a, I don't know. Call me crazy. I'm like, no, it's, it's okay. yeah. it was a It just it, it right. wasn't it wasn't the college right. thing that we were expecting.
1: I I I remember back when uh, you know in college when I finally went through and listened to all of Kanye West. Brian, do you remember this? My Kanye project. Yeah. I, uh, and yeah, I just I I was I was a late comer, so I didn't have the like, oh, it's not you know it's not college dropout, which I like college. I think college dropout's fine. Uh,
0: you're out of your mind.
1: You uh, think I, is fine. Yeah, I think is fine. I think, I think I think late registration is like just way better than it in every way, and might be his best album.
0: Uh Okay, you're also out of your mind. Noah, shut up. See, we have to end the podcast. What are you doing? We're leaving it in. I think like, I think, it in. I think I. Listen, I listen, I think listen. I think I listen. I just what I th- I think "Light Registration" might be his best album, and I think "God Is King" is his second best album. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I don't. I don't, th- <laughs> I don't. think it's probably his best. Like I think, I think odds are like
1: eighty percent chance "Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy" is his best album, but I think late Registration" has
0: got like a twenty percent shot. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll oh. give you like I'll give you that as a twenty percent shot. I'm not giving you that it's 80. it's a hundred percent as best album, but like if there was a second, it's probably late. Register if, if there's a challenger to the throne. Fine. I, I right. also think that you sleep on graduation more than you should. Graduation, probably. I. Is- right. But
1: all this like eight hundred eight hundred eight is like fine. It's got a couple of good songs, but like it's not. <laughs> It's not very good. It's not as good as. Uh, I'm just saying the
0: idea behind it. A few years after, once we were removed from the difference of it. Yeah, maybe. Really Respect. And it was pretty. It really.
3: was pretty influential. Like, there's, there's no Drake if, if Kanye doesn't
1: do. It. That's Hungary, yeah. So. Yeah. I, I think, I think I mean, that's probably, uh, that's probably more the no case. With, uh,
0: what are we even doing? <laughs> enjoying
1: no life a little bit more. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't like Drake. <laughs> Yeah, Drake is oh, bad. Oh, yeah,
0: Noah, Noah doesn't. Oh, Ahmad, I've been trying to get Noah on the Drake train for 10 years. It oh, has man. not worked. Can I tell you what Drake's best album oh, no. is? no. Please do. <laughs> well, you, well, you know that it's... Okay, go
1: ahead. Uh, and, like, I think this might technically be a mixtape. Uh, I'm not sure where the lines are drawn, but if you're reading this, it's too late. Okay, you are like, You are not alone. Far and far away,
0: Drake's best you project. You
3: are not alone in that thought. There are a
0: lot of You also, like, take... I I made you when we drove up to Wisconsin once. Made you listen to "Take Care" and you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I, I
1: don't think it's like he has one good oh, project and everything oh, else is shit. But like, it's just <laughs> I think I think it's good. But like, if you're reading this, it's too late. it's really good. It
3: is very. I do agree.
2: It's, it's
1: uh, so. yeah. All right. Anyway, so I think I think I my my last my last my last thing I'll say is that I think Kanye's damn. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I think I think I think <laughs> his anyway, damn no, is Jesus. Oh it's yeah, sure. yeah. I think I think that's the album that when it came out, everyone was like, "What the fuck yes, is this?" That
0: is
3: correct. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but I that, clicked, but actually, I, like, I it's really Yeezus good. Right away. I was Jesus came out on my birthday. I yeah. bought it. I was hyped, so I clicked with Jesus right away. But I, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. All
1: I, right. I, 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 I remember. A, I had I had just put Jesus on my iPod and then went up uh, to my mom's cabin, right. and I had I had some music playing, and then I had gone outside. Huh. Uh, and apparently, my my aunt like picked up my iPod and like looked through it. It was like, "What should I put on?" And yeah. then put on Jesus. And, <laughs> and so I came back in there listening to it.
0: I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And she's like, "What? Easy seasons I, approaching. I, what do you want me to?" Yeah, <laughs> this isn't what right. we're doing. Well that that concludes our Kanye West podcast. <laughs> Kanye, but should ye uh, thank no. you so much for listening. No uh, <laughs> all right, Noah, pl- plug us up. All right. You can come find us at
1: what's in the box We are on Twitter at wit office. I am on Twitter at Noah Drukey.
0: I'm at Brian DeServer, D-A-S-U-R-B-E-R.
1: Of course, the feed for our podcast can be found anywhere podcasts are found. We are on Stitcher. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. Uh, we are you know, into the second half of Will Smith's career. And maybe it's a little it's get dicey, guys. but you know, you don't want to, you don't want to cut and run when things aren't looking so great. Come show your, show your support. That's
0: right. Next week uh, we have four movies, uh, seven pounds, which also came out in 2008 represented the end of uh of his run at the box office of mega hits. Uh, he took a risk in that uh, f- then went on a hiatus for a few years, came back with men in black three. And of course the M Night Shyamalan Jaden Smith Vehicle After Earth. And finally, Focus. Those are the four movies we'll be doing next week. Ahmad, uh where can people find you and your Yeah, product?
3: actually, and I just I just realized we haven't mentioned the fact that like up until I think after seven pounds, Will Smith put out a movie every single year from nineteen ninety five yeah. to what, two thousand
0: seven, two thousand eight? Uh that's yes. Incredible. That's true. <laughs> That yeah. is cool. That is incredible. Uh, and then and, and, and then the one year he put out two, uh, one of them didn't work. And he was like, well, I'm done for four years, you pieces yeah. of shit. Uh, um, yeah, but yeah, break. you can
3: find Thinking Outside the Boombox, um, all of the same places, all of the streaming platforms, some everywhere. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at TOTB, the podcast. You can follow my personal Instagram at goodkid. Shy city, C H I, thinking outside the boombox.com is the website.
0: All right. Thanks, Mod, for uh, doing this as always. I've been your host, Brian. I've been your host, Noah. This has been Kanye But We'll see you next week. We ride together. We'll we to together. together. Will we'll we'll Smith for life. We'll